This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Welcome to the metaverse. Welcome to an alternate reality where I'm doing a show on a Sunday afternoon instead of a Monday night, but it is a crazy schedule. For those of you in America that care about American football, the Super Bowl is kicking off in a few hours from now, I don't know, three and a half hours. And then I usually have my show tomorrow, but tomorrow is Valentine's Day and all you lovers out there, this one goes out to you. (laughs) <laughs> maybe we might teach you a thing or two about love but today this is the 40th episode this this guy over here is like what did i <laughs> over here over here over here this guy over here is what did you agree to i am so happy to have one of my best friends in the entire planet gaz from game on daily how are you buddy I'm good, bro. You pointed the wrong way. But yeah, I am great. And thank you. Yes, likewise, you are. No, that way. The other way. Left. Your this left. Way? That way. That way. That's the way. Yeah. I don't know. That looks well, weird. we'll see. Um, yeah. That's so uh, thank you so much, man. Sunday show and one-on-one. Is this going to be a tutorial on how to make valentine's day special (laughs) 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 what (laughs) but yeah and i'm looking forward to to this always with you brad i'm hyped and it's 8 p.m so i have more energy than i normally do because you do the show at 1 a.m every time (laughs) i know i feel like um i feel so terrible but the audience needs you but yeah you're right it's not 1 a.m over there in london town it is it is 8 p.m for you so yes much better and uh what a great show we have in store for you today. This is the 40th episode. I started the show at the beginning of May because of Gaz. Is he over here? He's over there. I don't know. One of those, one of the Gazes in the multiverse. I started the show because of him. He pushed me to start this show. Um, I was going to drag my feet, but thank you so much for being here. Well, over 200 people who are watching the show. This is the XC podcast, the Xbox newscast podcast, where I get people from the industry, people from the community, and fellow gamers that think they know everything to talk about what we love the most. And uh, this show is also on Spotify, Google, Pocket Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and a couple other platforms you can listen to on demand. So if you've got a busy Sunday, you can always check it out there. But I'm so excited, Gaz. Uh, let's see. Uh, Noel says, I have a new mic. It sounds different. I don't know. No, same mic, same setup. I haven't really changed anything. But, uh, <laughs> well... Guess what have you been doing all week? Have you been playing video games? Yes, I have. I've been playing a brand new game that I haven't played before called Apex Legends. (laughs) 
Okay, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm addicted, okay? I'm addicted to the game. They got a new season, new control mode. I've been playing that. Playing Dying Light as well, which is actually a lot of fun. Zorka thinks the story's crap. I've started it, and I think it's okay. Uh, can I like... I can say that word, right? It's not, it's not a swear word. Um, and, uh, not Zucker. Uh, but, um, have you played that? Zucker is, Zucker is a toddler. But <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't he, like, a toddler. he doesn't like the story-based games, huh? No, he, uh, no, Zucker has pretty poor taste in story-based stuff. But in terms of, <laughs> um, shout out to Zucker. We love the guy. Um, Lost Ark. I downloaded that because the whole world is playing that game. It's a Korean MM action RPG. Uh, RPG that has taken the world by storm setting records and I've downloaded it and there was a queue there and I'm like eh, I ain't got time for that back to Apex Legends working on it's a like video the biggest Sh PC exclusive in like a decade like they haven't had a hot game like that in a bit huh yeah man like uh, that I don't know I don't know what it is what what's the magic formula apparently the game is really easy there's something for everyone here I'm not I've never don't judge me I've never played a Diablo game or Path of Exile all my friends are massively into that and they're like just play it play Diablo and I will do well, this but is more like an MMO I think than a MOBA if I, it's if like I'm, that, but it's like Diablo, but it's in a massively multiplayer, like online world, and that's really good. There's oh. PvP in there. PvP. Yeah, it's supposed okay. to be really good. So I'm, um, I'm gonna okay. try it, see what it's like if I have time. But you know, we make videos that take 12, 15 hours of video for me because I'm not, I'm still learning. That's so. because you yeah. traipse around town making uh, skits for your videos that drop people trying not to get arrested. Love that stuff. Shout out to yeah. uh, Fonz Ga Fonzarelli Gaming in the chat, who's helping moderate the chat. He's got his show running in two hours. We'll be done before he gets going. Uh, this is his day. He does the show. And shout out to Iron Lords who are also uh, doing their show today. A lot of great podcasts out there. Gaz, mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about Dying Light before we get rolling in because um, kind of a mess, but I love the game. I love it so much. Uh, shout out to Hargeet Chani who's also in the chat. He's been Hargeet? on party chat with us like nonstop while I've been playing the game. And, and uh, I just love it, but we got to talk about these developers dropping games with uh, a lot of problems. What have you seen? Yeah. What have you so actually, incidentally, one of the reasons why apparently Lost Ark is doing well is because it's been out in the wild for two years. People are finding it refreshing that the game doesn't have that many bugs because it's like complete, like the kind of experience we were used to seeing all those years ago. And mm -hmm. it's getting a really kind of tiresome problematic that games don't launch oh it's almost as if we now accept that oh that game wasn't that buggy uh it's like why we need to <laughs> i don't get it it's like it's really bad cyberpunk was obviously the big offender here dying light 2 everyone's had problem dealer had had three, 30 hours in the game and he had to restart it now he's 15 hours more into the game i started it Jeez. i had crashed so many times i had that audio bug when the cutscene was happening when the game restarted i missed out the whole where it sounds like sounds. somebody's next to you with an electric razor it was like that it was like, it was like that it was like, and i was like oh what's happening i was actually engrossed in the story and then what's the game that sound crashed. again gas do it again <laughs> that's what your viewers need to hear the sound of me replicating a buzzing sound but yeah it's a great game though it's a great game i'm oh enjoying it but yeah, yeah it's yeah. you know it's like electric i go straight to the electric razor that's me but um <laughs> 
Shout out to the chat. Hey, uh, when he was talking about dealer's glitch, dealer got a glitch where it said you're away from the mission area and you have four seconds to return and his character dies over and over. He can't reload. There's no manual saves. Like this is bad. Um, Some of the bugs I've had, they just patched it for VRR. So you get better performance, but now the audio is like, like crazy, like sounds like the zombies are doing dubstep or something. Um, why, why is this? this is another thing I get guys. Like when I open a trunk, instead of the trunk opening up, the trunk goes like this. <laughs> you know, I saw uh, Crossfire X, another game that's launched with bugs, and I saw videos someone shared on Twitter, and they they were shooting the enemy, and the enemy was going every for every shot. It just looks so funny to me. I want to play the game just for that weird bug. It's so random. Like, do not bug test these games. Apparently, the game is buggy as hell. Dying Light Two is filled with bugs. There's so you know, many bugs. And you get two responses to these to these uh these bugs like you'll get the person that's like oh they're not that bad i still i can still enjoy the game and i'm in that camp like you just have to forgive them because you're right guys it's like this is like the norm hey it's not all that buggy right yeah. then you get the other people like i've played for 26 hours and i haven't seen a single bug i'm like oh Are you my the- god i was like who cares okay well done you happen to ma- i say that <laughs> i just remembered uh oh I said, so Returnal was a big offender with this, and there were a lot of bugs. I also said, but I haven't come across bugs. But what I didn't say was try to downplay it. I said, well, I haven't come across bugs, so the game is okay. I I just felt like, okay, wow, I was lucky, but this is a thing that needs to be resolved. And uh, you're right. It's just companies need to do better. I know there's a lot of pressure, spiraling development development costs. And in fact, Dying Light 2, I think, represents maybe perhaps a good example of a smaller delay benefiting developers because, you know, traditionally, what, what we've always said, or we've had a devs on our show say, they would rather have a longer delay window so they can get things right and do more. Whereas something like this maybe perhaps could have done with a shorter delay well, window. I don't know. What we don't know, I, I, I'd love to talk to some developers about this. So maybe you have, like, it looks like something like Dying Light needed a two-week delay, but maybe the logistics of publishing and getting stuff out and retail, like, you're just kind of locked in. You kind of reach... Maybe when they say they go gold, you're almost at the point of no return where you have to keep going till the end of the train tracks ends, mm. um, where they can't just say, look, we got a couple bugs that people are going to really be upset about. We need two weeks or we need three weeks. And the publishers and everybody's like, you can't just delay it. At, like, we're at the point of no return. Do you think that's yeah. probably what happens? Because it sounds a so. lot. I mean, I am not I'm not well versed in the intricacies of development, but I do know like perhaps there's a lot of pressure there. Generally, in any field, you can see there's so many moving parts, things you do not anticipate. Dealer, he's in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I shout out Dealer. Um, I was just gonna I was just gonna read a super chat that reminded me of Dealer that I was just looking at it while you're talking. Uh, this one's from. Uh, Calantis, the $2 says, Gaz, bring the special sauce. He says, go dogs. And that was like <laughs> a, a joke that went around when Dealer and I were doing the show like a month ago. Someone said, go dog for like the Georgia Bulldogs uh, college football game, which I'm like, that's way over my head. I'm not even paying attention to that. And so Dealer and I were making jokes that go dogs is a good website to uh, s- sell your Crocs. But uh, Gaz, let me get some supers before we roll into the, uh, uh, well, let me, I don't want to go too far ahead. I, I want to say, because we were talking about the bugs, 
I think Techland is super, super talented, and I love love Dying Light 2 a lot, and I can see how amazing they are. So, like, when I say this stuff, and I'm sure sure Gaz is with me on this, uh, we love these developers. We want the best for them, and they're best for their product, and I think Techland is is good. They're really good. So, as long as they can get that together, uh, the game's amazing. Yeah. Gamers Watch with a five-pound super chat. Thank you, Gamers Watch. Just finally, Gaz, you're not going to have to stay up till 4 a.m. to be in a podcast in the States. Sauce fever in full swing. Sony would definitely be censoring you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, gamers watch they they don't hold back shout out to gamers watch great podcast not for the family because they're pretty x-rated oh, oh I like dang it. I like it. no they're not x-rated but they don't hold back they don't hold their tongues they're like 17 yeah. we were, and you know what we, we gamers watch we are going to talk about this censoring thing in a little bit that's going to be a really dicey situation so as you have two guys like us talking about this you know you got me and i'm like i'm just a little angel and then gas is like I, can't yell I was going to pull out yell. my gun here, but I don't want to get you banned, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to do that. It's a replica gun. It's not America. Uh, no, yeah. I was going to see if I have anything in, in the drawer of Doom, but no, I don't. And Guanacus, thank you so much for the $5 Super Chat. He says, what gets announced this week that has people buzzing about Game Pass? Hmm. Uh, are we due for another game? It's like every two weeks, right? Yeah, mate. Oof, let me catch up with my backlog, guys. <laughs> it's like everyone's like, "What next? What next?" I know you, you, you dealers, or all of you guys play relentlessly. I rate that so much. I don't sleep, and I still don't manage. Although I should stop playing Apex Legends, I have a problem. But there's so many games. So I've, I don't know what's coming next. I'm trying to catch up with my backlog. Dip your toe into the little ones once in a while. Like I'll load up a game and go, oh, "Okay." I played some game that's like an isometric uh, kids like being attacked by aliens. I play that like five minutes. I'm like, nope, not for me. Uh, but uh, that's not really what you have to do with Game Pass. But shout out to Hargeet Johnny. He's been a channel member for eight months. He's got the Ori in the Blind Forest icon that I created. And he says uh, a whole bunch of hashtags. Are you ready for this, guys? X and C on Sunday. Hashtag <laughs> PS is in a monopoly. Hashtag X and C moves to Gazistan. Absolutely. Hashtag it's Gaz's birthday every day in Gazistan. <laughs> Fact. And hashtag watch Iron Lords or X and C. I would recommend both, and that noise would drive you crazy. But shout out to the Iron Lords. <laughs> yeah. There shout out to Hargeet Johnny. He's amazing. Good friend. Maybe someday. Hargeet and Gaz on X and C. Hmm? Oh. Maybe. Do it. I think it'd be fun. Holly is wicked. There's so much, so many good things to say when he's not speaking in hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing you used to do? The hashtag Sigma. Thank you so much for the ten dollars super. He says I could have sworn it was Sunday. Oh wait, hit the like button, y'all, for Coltina and the sauce. <laughs> Coltina. <laughs> uh yeah that's my that's my female name i suppose um yes hit the like button if you're watching the show we got over 400 people here this is gaz from game on daily he and asa run a gaming aggregate site called GameOnDaily.com. they also have a podcast every saturday so please go support them and if you like this show and you think you're gonna have a good time you can minimize the chat for a second hit the like button bounce right back and we're gonna get into the topics because uh it's gonna be a good time today let's see i got one more Hargeet Johnny, thank you so much for the five dollars. Says, didn't Techland get some cash from Xbox for Dying Light Two? Should they have taken more and put it into Game Pass to delay the game a bit and finish it up? So, guys, I get a lot of heat for this one. So, uh, 
about two years ago, I did a video, maybe a year and a half ago, I did a video about Dying Light 2 possibly being exclusive to Xbox or Xbox acquiring Techland. But mm. there is proof or there is a report that Xbox helped fund some of the development of Dying Light 2. So Hargeet's asking. Why is it so buggy? <laughs> why is it buggy? Yeah. <laughs> is that why it's buggy? Uh, yes! <laughs> uh, I, well, this is the first time I'm hearing of it. If they've helped dev, uh, develop Dying Light 2, then surely the bugs are on them. I don't know. It doesn't work like that. But no, what, what no. are you leading to that? What are you trying to say? That, that acquisition season again? Are you saying Tekla is going to be relatively cheap by even if it is on the cards? Will people be excited about it? I don't know. Um, I mean, they they were talking about two years ago about acquiring a studio in Poland or that area, that part of the world. And uh, Tekla would be a good get because they're really good. Um, yeah. The bugs. You got to fix the bugs. But they'll get it. They'll get it. They're... Techland is really famous for a lot of support in their games. They add a lot of content and they have really great DLC. So I expect um, expect it to be good. I expect it to be good. So let's target Johnny. And then Victor Laster with a $10 super. He might have meant to write something. Yes, he did. Victor, please uh, send your comment yeah. and I'll make sure that um, my moderator producer snags that and gets it on there but you guys are amazing um guys let's get into what we're going to talk about there is some um very controversial news that went on this past week uh some fake news that went on and some <laughs> flops and what that we're going to talk about and um i want to get uh, get on the show by starting about this thing that happened yesterday uh, i woke up to a report guys that xbots that the hardcore Xbox fans were sending death threats to the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, because Activision games would be multi-platform. Uh, let's let's get your take on the your reaction to this. Did you see this unfold yesterday? Would have been yesterday evening for you. I saw it and I instantly knew it was fake. I knew it was fake, uh, not because I had so much faith in IGN's reporting. Not that's not slight, and then that sounded really negative, but. <laughs> but they really did. I wasn't meant to be that way. Um, but it was just the people, the personalities or the trolls that were tweeting it. Um, so, you know me, I just kind of like swimming in the sauce, right? And mm -hmm. um, I saw that and I was like, this is this is a new low. And the part of me was like, you know, that's source material. You keep doing that, I'm going to weaponize it and make you look like a fool. But this is like, this was really takes the cake. You're, you have so many games, fanboys, that you have time to make fake articles and then propagate them and then get the whole little uh, dream team of fanboys to share it out. And they immediate, immediately, I say fanboys, they're fanboys and absolutely substandard content creators. Oh, come at me, are you... Yeah, and they will go like with their fakeness and all. Oh, this is this is absolutely reprehensible. Like you don't care. Of course, the Xbox fanboys <laughs> yeah. would be doing this. Of, of course. course, the one time they actually cared about Phil Spencer, apparently. <laughs> they, these guys that have been memeing Phil Spencer, they pray to every any deity they worship that something bad happens to Phil Spencer. They've got Xbox, memes of him and, in a casket with his name on it, yeah, and like all, and of a all sudden... that stuff. And then they're like, oh my. God, this app's your concern trolling wasn't fooling anyone. And then, I mean, what was the long term strategy here? Because this is. 
actually emanating from the same troll. And it's the, I'm telling you, it's not a woman. It's a bloke somewhere who's done multiple accounts in the same kind of format because I received the same kind of thing when I made a source video when I was saying Forever Physical was hijacked by the PlayStation oh, fanboys. It was the yeah. same guy. Then he sent me DMs, take that video down. I'm like, shut your mouth, you... <laughs> I'm Don't tell me what I'm even gonna lather myself in your tears. It was the same guy who wrote, tweeted to the president of United States, "Please stop the Activision Blizzard thing. We're so scared." Well, and that's some what heavy allegations here, guys. You think it's the same person? I mean, I've got it in my it doesn't mind. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm giving them credit. If it's not the same person, it's a collection that formed this human centipede of substandard, intellectually deficient people who don't know what they're talking about but they keep giving me material so keep doing it keep doing it <laughs> oh my gosh. it's so, so sad though isn't it sad the same guy the... who re begged president biden to do this so dumb but it's fun that's what they're like and this was the same oh look they're on I the red phone Mr. President, fuck <laughs> it. You know, uh, the long-term strat. What was the long-term strategy? IGN came out and made uh, them the look fake so bad. Yeah. Well, so here's IGN, the funny yeah. part. Here's, here's, um, so I saw the usual suspects and I don't know, you know, we often assume that, you know, there's over 500 people watching. Welcome to the show. If you're having a good time, you think you will, we promise we'll give you a good show. You can hit the like button and uh, show your support, but I don't know how many of the people watching are like keyed in on Twitter of all places because mm. there's places like Reddit, which I don't really hang out with. There's Facebook and gaming, whatever. Right. Yeah. But on Twitter, like there was the usual suspects that I've had blocked and then have me blocked for years that were like, Oh uh, yeah, I, I can't show you proof. Cause IGN pulled down the article. They took it down. <laughs> you know, they yeah, took it yeah. down. Did you see that? That was oh. like, and then there was the, the people that swore. They were like, no, I saw it. I saw it before I, it was taken down. Yes. And uh, I've, I've got the screens, I've got the receipts. <laughs> Thank you for the material. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you. Keep doing it. Yeah, so uh, just twirling his villain mustache. <laughs> it is. To the point where I feel like I owe them royalties for the source. I just like keep doing it. What the hell are you doing? It, it, I mean, the, the people that actually went out their way to say, I saw it. Yes, stop you know they retracted the article and the guy's like i didn't like no no we didn't well what did you think was going to happen so if those was... so, so the uh what gaz is talking about is the i one of the idea ign editors or writers that the faked screenshot of their website was was drummed up right uh something kim he his his name was like he wrote the article and so he spoke up on twitter an hour or two after this kind of like popped off and said that article, we didn't write that article. And as per policy, we don't take down articles. Yeah. So, hmm, yeah. caught a yeah. checkerboarded, no VR, 4K. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to uh, Erica for the win with a $5 super chest. He says, Erica. sauce! So, Erica. Erica's a... That was Beast? This is G. I was going to say G. Yes, a... Instead of G and Beast, I was going to combine it together. Go, You're a Geast. She's a beastly G. Uh, had her on the show last week uh, with Kid, and we had a really good time, and you need to get her on the show with one of her buddies. I will pay to watch that show, as per always. And a shout-out to Percolator9000 with the $5 Super Chat. He says, hello, Colt, and happy birthday, Gaz. 
Thank you, Perk. Thank you for the birthday wishes. <laughs> and guess what, guys? Old, you, so. you guys can mess around all you want about Gaz's birthday, but I know his real birthday. Yeah, I dug into the I dug into the classified files last night. Don't so you tell them. Don't I will not. Them. I will. I will take it to the grave. So yeah, uh, let's. <laughs> so the Phil Spencer thing did not go well for uh, the fanboys. They were using it as, as ammo, and mm-hmm. then uh, did it just kind of dissolve away yesterday, guys? It did because what happened was all the you know the usual suspects really latched onto this with their fake concern because so you're from a miles a mile away, uh, and then they were that so it turned around and they were they were forced to then say okay my bad, including one person who actually swore he saw the article clicked on it and everything and he's like oh yeah my, my bad like, what do you mean my bad you lied mm-hmm. through your blatantly lied like. Anyway, you know, uh, it's a non-story chat might be wondering why you're talking about it. But in Twitter, it was dominating IGN had to address it. And a kind of state of affairs of the industry where things are shifting positively in favor of Xbox to the point where PlayStation fanboys, not fans, fanboys, feel like they are running out of ammo. Whereas naturally, last generation, they had so so much bad news was coming day and day. They were so used to that. So they've been conditioned to getting bad news. Now they're so badly conditioned, they get withdrawal symptoms they have to generate their own fake news to pacify themselves and it's not working yeah yeah it's it is one of those things where they needed something to go against xbox fans and i mean it's actually kind of uh it uh, as as dumb as people can be it can be pretty brilliant because everyone's going to believe that screenshot before they believe the truth and uh, just us talking about it kind of gives them that um that ammo to keep doing that stuff. But mm-hmm. I saw somebody on Twitter who's made some allegations against me saying, I swore I saw the article this morning. And this same person had to come out in front of public and say, Oh, what I said about Cole, I actually confused him with somebody else. So please be careful about news as you hear it. Please be careful. Anything can be doctored. In fact, I could put gas in my face on any We've movie poster. <laughs> We've done that multiple times. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to mess around with the best. I've got 15 years of Photoshop experience. I will put you in uh, a prison somewhere uh, on a what? desert island. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not really. Uh, no, be nice. Be nice, please. Um, I, I, I got to read this. One. I don't know if this was uh, what he wanted to say, but uh, oh, my gosh, it scrolls. The chat's amazing. You guys are, are cruising. Uh, Victor Laster said, what's up, Colt? Happy birthday, Gaz. I think that might have been the super he meant to say. But oh, if not, yeah. uh, just write if you had a question. But And then Gaz returns. Why do you do this? I sent you a, I sent you a super and you got to turn around and send me a super. Why don't we just call, just call That's it what I'm even. saying. <laughs> it's not my birthday. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's just kind of a warm-up thing. But mm-hmm. there is kind of an interesting positive thing phil spencer related news piece that came out a few days ago and the head of platinum games begged phil spencer to revive Scalebound. Yeah. yeah he did he said please phil please let's work together is that good um, news what's that is that good news it just seems like okay let me set this up guys and i want you to take take a hold of the horse and just ride with this one uh phil spencer and and platinum games they've got this troubled history um mm-hmm. fans were like oh scaleband looks so amazing for years and then they kind of stopped talking about it and then in 2017 i think it was might have been 2018 they finally announced they totally canceled it all of a sudden 
everyone, PlayStation fans, PC fans, Nintendo fans, Xbox fans are like, oh, the travesties, you know, Scalebound is gone forever. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, I, I never thought this game looked cool, but yeah, they kind of changed their tune when it became like an official pop probability. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know where I'm getting at here, guys, well, with... Yeah, I, I saw, I know exactly what you mean, because I remember very clearly um, that failure, that and Phantom Dust represented complete mismanagement on Xbox's side as well. Let's not just completely blame uh, Hideki Kamiya there, but ultimately... Shout out to you for remembering the name and pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a bit of a character on Twitter and stuff. He'll block you if you don't speak English to him. It's quite funny. Uh, but he's... um <laughs> What? <laughs> Yeah, trust me, it's the thing people will know in chat. He's passionate, passionate about and loves what he does. Very eccentric. Yeah, yeah. he is passionate. But, but it was so obvious to me, and I said it for years on different forums or whatever, that this reeks of platinum biting on more that it could chew. It reeks of them doing that. The way the language there was, and Hideki, the way he was like uh before gamescom he would say push out these really aggravating treats uh tweets against microsoft like this is not professional you you have clearly been this was supposed to be their most ambitious game ever so ultimately for people who don't know scale plan got cancelled because platinum didn't really know how to navigate through the unreal engine then yep. uh, so they were so they struggled with that and the scope of the game and Perhaps maybe Microsoft and its maybe mandate for multiplayer maybe threw them off as well. So when Hideki, Hideki comes back on Twitter, of all places, and Asa made, mentioned this point yesterday on the show, isn't it weird that he comes on Twitter of all places to make this request? But when he does make this request, um, I'm... Uh, you know, I'm part of me, and I'm, I don't even work at Xbox. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. Who are we, you why are you asking for for that? It's like, oh, he said, oh, you're not doing anything with Scalebound. Uh, just give it to us. I'm like, oh, yeah, after you squandered all the money you got, possibly, possibly, massive disclaimer, possibly <laughs> siphoned that to your other tens of projects that you were working on at the time. Um, and now, it- now you want to go ahead, hey, Microsoft, just give, let us do something with Scalebound. Give us more money so we can screw you over again unless Hideki can say everyone sorry this is what happened this was why it went wrong now we have learned our lesson this is the game we're going to deliver this is the intention here this is how amazing it can be what we will do if they can't do that then then why on earth would Microsoft give them money why should we be excited can I add to that Gaz like no, when you talked about show. the other, the squandered, the squandered, uh, money shout out to Asa yeah. in the chat too. I saw Asa <laughs> like uh, a few minutes after I was giving you guys this stuff. Shout out. Ace is amazing. Uh, I love. Yeah. He's, Ace is amazing. I don't know what else to say. He's, he's so smart, smart and funny, but anyway, uh, I, I forgot what I'm thinking. Cause all I can think about is Asa. Uh, <laughs> they squandered this money. Like if you look back in the Xbox one PS4 generation, platinum games put out, Transformers Destruction or Devastation, Devastation. They put out this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that flopped so bad, and I want it to be good. They put out uh, Bayonetta 3 on the Switch. They put out a bunch of games. I think they put out oh, Near Automata. They put out, um, so they put out at least five major games uh, during the scale bound development time. And so mm-hmm. I made a 
like you were talking about, you, you don't want to say something that's allegedly or like controversially, uh, you know, pins them. But when you look at it, like when you float money to a studio to create something and they're working on Scalebound, and then they crank out this turd, that turd, that okay game, this great game. And then you're like, where my, like Phil walked in as new head of Xbox and goes, Hey, how are we doing on Scalebound? They're like, Oh, uh, um, um, you know, they had to minimize their screen because they're working on like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something. You know, that's that's not the same studio, but that's kind of how it looks, right? So yeah. this upsets people who really like platinum games, and of course they pinned it on Xbox. Phil Spencer comes in, Don Matrick and everything, like they can't manage their studios, but he came in and and how are we looking at Scalebound? Like Phil's like looking over their shoulder, like how's Scalebound looking? And he's like, Oh, it's looking rough, and they're like they said, Phil, we need one more year, which means more time and another year of funding. And Phil goes, get out. <laughs> and that's kind of how it was. He was like, you know what? We're done. They, they had to look at the numbers like we're going to take a loss. We're going to take a bath on this investment. We'll hold on to the IP, but we can no longer fund the studio who kind of uh, led us astray. And so like you were saying earlier, guys, Platinum Games did admit that it was mostly all their fault. Unreal Engine, the online things were out of their wheelhouse. So, but the weird thing, as I take it back to you, is all of a sudden Xbox fans are like, he wants to make Scalebound? We don't want Scalebound. We're done. I mean, look, it's easy to be, as fans of the Xbox brand, be kind of almost personally slighted by the fact that we were excited. We were looking forward to it. And then blah, 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 or whatever happened, and it flopped. And it was a very bitter pill to swallow, especially at a time where Xbox was doing terribly and desperately needed an exclusive. So, um, there, so there is a lot of animosity there. But, you know at the same time saying that if Hideki can come back and say look we will do this we'll... if it was me and I did this and I was Hideki I would come back and be like like Oliver Twist please uh, more money no but I would <laughs> I would be like just one farthing just one well guys didn't one... they you think that how do you say his name Hide... Hideki Kamiya Hideki Kamiya do you think that they saw they saw like Phil and Satya going buy some studios yes. and gonna spend some money mm -hmm. but you know and then they was like what but but father can father. i have a farthing <laughs> just one shilling please <laughs> one shilling please maybe that's what it looks like because microsoft has this money spending 70 billion here like it's just making it rain they've got this surplus to spend before june so of course it's yeah, gonna be six, enticing 60 billion they can spend on on software yeah. and companies or whatever they want to build up. And, yeah. they, and they know that Xbox with Xbox Game Pass are desperate to make inroads globally. So Japan is a key market there. I don't know how much of a appeal Scalebound in its design was uh, geared towards Japan. So it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those. I mean, I don't know how much we can talk about it more than that. But really, Hideki, if you don't come up with some details, I'm pretty sure Phil Spencer's like, eh, go away. Um, well, but I mean... Who knows? You got to play devil's advocate a little bit because the game never looked that great to you and I, right? And I see there's mm -hmm. some people in the chat who are like, who cares about Scalebound, right? And I think you were, you nailed it on the head a few minutes ago when you said that Xbox fans know there's like 30 to 50 games in development right now. And so mm -hmm. when you're, they're not feeling as hungry as they were three or four years ago where yeah. it's like, please, we need something. It's a new IP. At least it's something. But yeah, now yeah. there's so many games and... um 
that's maybe there is room to like say you know what let's let's reinvest in platinum maybe with different management with you know uh with matt booty and sarah bond and everybody who's kind of looking over global publishing like hey uh let's try it again uh maybe we can make scale bound on your choice of engine but i just feel like the chat doesn't really need it it was funny this is a totally aside but i saw somebody in the chat wrote uh blackbeard jesus says colt scared that bungie was bought by playstation which is um so crazy uh i'm really happy they did you know why guys why because they need a first person shooter direction and they need online multiplayer and competitive and cooperative guidance absolutely <laughs> They yeah. do, they do. And, you know, this is going to be a controversial topic because everyone says, Gaz, you have ride on Halo so much. And I do, because Halo's are my number, like number one of number one franchises and it's just been going down the toilet, really. The way it's been handled, I'm just mm -hmm. not happy with it. But, you know, I will say this, Bungie's games being non-exclusive, I find it annoying. I wish they were exclusive to PlayStation because I think then there's more competition there. It's just more of a drive to deliver, you know, and I'll say this, there's a Halo killer coming. Who's going to make it? Is it multi-platform? There's a Halo killer coming because Halo's legacy isn't that strong now with whatever these releases are. There's one coming. Bungie may be making it, but in multi-platform, does it really matter? But there is one coming. A sci-fi shooter that is comprehensively better and takes it to the next step. But, yeah, I mean, like, come on. Um, I get it. There's console wars, right? But Bungie, you know, that's great for X PlayStation. They desperately need it. Just like play Xbox desperately needs a single player. Uh, <laughs> this guy goes, this guy's Gaz's voice is so annoying. What do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> talk different. Talk different. Yes, All right. You know what? You know what I think gonna... about Alright guys, so, uh, Rodrigo, what do you want me to do, alright? We're gonna talk like this, I'll go hard in the paint. Uh, so... <laughs> go hard in the paint? <laughs> um, oh my so, yeah. gosh. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys a, I think my voice is super annoying. Whenever I send you a voice note and I listen back, I'm like, I sound like this. You know, guys, it's really great. <laughs> this is what my voice sounds like to me. This is really wonderful. <laughs> Hit me up later, bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> the, the demonic gas. People love it. Uh, this Bungie thing, like they were pretty uh, upfront and transparent about creating multi-platform games and not exclusives for PlayStation, but they will make something for PlayStation that's exclusive, won't they? Uh, yeah, I, 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 in a way, I hope so. I really like where they, you know, everyone cries about consolidation, but I find it so much fun. Maybe because I'm a villain, right, Rodrigo? Uh, but I just like the, I like where it's going. Every console now more than ever will have an identity. Still, I want COD to be exclusive on Xbox. I do not want it to be multi-platform. We'll talk about this, I'm sure. Um, yes, we will. We definitely will. But I want PlayStation to really have that exclusive FPS to really... If some... 343 need a clap, and I want Bungie to deliver that clap. How beautiful would that be? And to answer your question, hopefully in the long term they will once things settle down because things are always changed things can change no matter what the regulators are be hearing things can change in the long term so things are not static so i hope so i actually called i hope bungie become uh playstation exclusive just for the fun and games and the drama <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, they need to bring back Resistance or SOCOM or um, not Killzone. I don't think Killzone was actually really making Mm. it. So, But you're right. When you say there's going to be a Halo killer, like Call of Duty is massive in sales, but people don't love it like they used to. Like the the core gamers, right? Like the I'm big saying, fans. I'm talking about, yeah, no. There's nothing. Yeah. Look, COD is a, is a different force. It overtook Halo ages ago in terms of whatever, wide appeal. And when I say Halo Killer, I mean a game set in that futuristic setting. Sci-fi, multiplayer, all that stuff. There's a game there that's going to come. And, and, you, and, you just, and you just perfectly described our next, next topic because there is a futuristic, uh, immersive first-person shooter exclusive to xbox that um oh man it landed uh not so well guys there was so (laughs) i got crossfire x okay yeah smilegate is this big uh i always mess this up i i think they're south korean developer chat please correct me i I remember on one show i said i thought i said south korean someone said they're chinese or, or vice versa but I think it's South Korean. Give, I'd be surprised if it's North Korean. Korean. But yeah, it's pretty sure it's South Korean. <laughs> yes! So uh, Smilegate <laughs> has this uh, CSGO copycat that has like tens of m- millions of people playing it. Like a huge number over in Korea. So it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. they teamed up with Remedy to make a campaign. And the marketing was abysmal for this game. And uh, I'll tell yeah. this to the chat. The, the show here, this is the first time that I've like said this out in public, but their marketing team uh, contacted me and asked me to upload a one-minute trailer of the campaign for Crossfire X. And I'm like, okay. mm, and they wanted to pay me to do it. And I'm like, I don't really want a trailer on my channel, just one-minute trailer just sitting there that I didn't create. Like, I like to share what I've created. And they're like, well, let me see what we can do. And they said, could you do a tweet? I'm like, okay, I'll share it as a tweet. That's no big deal. Like, that's just information. And then finally they said, actually, we want you to put the one-minute trailer in and build a 10-minute video about Crossfire X. And I'm like, 10 minutes? No, boss. Yeah. No. I, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, because you have to, yeah. Why, why, why do you say no? Because I, my spidey senses were tingling that this game was not <laughs> good. There was no hype. There was no marketing. There was no, they weren't really showing anything. They were, they were doing the classic hide your game until it comes out and hope that a few people will buy it, which is a tactic a lot of publishers use when they know they've got a mediocre game on their hands. And then IGN did a preview of it. And this mm-hmm. is around the time Forza Horizon 5 launched. Uh, they did a preview and it was not good. So um, we're going to get into Crossfire X in here in a second. I'm going to grab a couple supers before they, they fill up here. Boba Fett Gaming with the Australian $5 Super Chat says, <laughs> you're going to love it. this one, Gaz. Let Gaz's birthday say? die along with Scalebound. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. <laughs> Agree. Agree. One, it means I don't get older. Two, we don't get a substandard game. Can you imagine if you're actually da- aging a year every day, someone says that on a podcast? Malcolm uh, MXLAX3 with a $1 Super. Thank you so much. And welcome to the channel membership. Pesky Krogan, who just joined the channel, and it has the perfect dark emoji foreshadowing remember i said that Welcome. the perfect dark emoji so if you join the channel membership i put in the chat a little earlier Welcome. i drew up custom icons of uh, xbox characters 
I'm going to have to add some more. Maybe do Crash Bandicoot. Who knows? But welcome to the channel. If you're a channel member, you get my videos like 12 hours before they go up. I finish them in the evening, put them out the next morning. So you'll get a link to those if you care to watch them. And then you get to be first in the comment section. Say, first. And uh, If you're going to make a Crash Bandicoot one, can you just make him do this? <laughs> in your emoji? That yeah, yeah I'll just off. borrow it from uh, Ben Kenobi's graphic, but... I'll drop something cool. Uh, Gotham guy, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. He says, gosh, dang it. What, what is that? <laughs> Happy birthday, Cass. Oh, my. <laughs> and then here's what you, here's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have you on here anymore, guys, unless you're wearing a birthday hat. He says, <laughs> I really enjoyed your video you made on Microsoft acquiring Activision. Watched it 10 times and could not stop laughing. Oh, Gaz, he loves your stuff, bro. Oh uh, wow! Thank you. you. I do? thought you were talking about your video. Uh, I thought, it, yeah, you're talking about yours. What? What did you was, do? Why is he your... laughing at your video? <laughs> yeah, so like, hey. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What was your skit in the in the Microsoft Quires Activision? Like when that that dropped? It was actually pretty much a recreation of what happened in real life because I kind of spat call? water out everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was just like, I looked at the news. I couldn't believe it. It's, it was very similar to the Bethesda one, but this one was even more insane. It's not my birthday. Um, so yeah, it just it was it was mad. So that that skip was made instantly. Just went in there, turned the camera. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Just go and just had to film it out there there was a lot there was one where i was doing stuff with sauce but it just it would, the sauce i actually use is really hot sauce so yeah that was it the one where you, you snorted a line Snort, of it snorted yeah, yeah snorted a line of it like it was coke it was it's bah. so crazy because gaz and i are eight hours apart uh on the curvature of the earth right and Gaz, what, I don't know what time it was, but it was six in the morning when they dropped the news. And uh, I have a smartwatch. It was like, bzz, bzz, and it was Tim Dog. I'm like, what the heck is he calling me for? I'm like, it has to be something big. And I leaned over to my nightstand to pick up my phone. I'm like, swipe. And there's Brad Sam saying they acquired actors. I'm like, I didn't have anything to spit out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to move on. <laughs> so shout out to uh gotham guy for loving your sauce video people love your stuff you, rdx in effect with canadian two dollars 79 says playstation is censoring martha we are going to get into that in a moment crazy night boy from new zealand with a two dollar super chat thank you all the way from new zealand says good to see hot saucy on the cast also love phil hey guys can you get phil spencer on the show um soon please oh <laughs> uh, yeah I'll, tr I'll try again phil i know you watch this i love you Please don't hate me. Are you <laughs> probably going to block me before he ever comes on my show? Because I'm a bit too, he, I'm too messy, but I love the guy. What can I say? <laughs> hey, he saved Sometimes. Xbox. What can you do, right? <laughs> Nano Polymyth with the uh, four dollar and forty nine pound. I shouldn't say four dollar. Four pound. Four. How do you say four point four pound forty nine pence? Yeah, or forty nine p. Just say p. I know you love P. I mean, uh, yeah, pen. Yes! He says, <laughs> wait, I got to say before I read his uh, super, Nano Polymyth put our face on like a Hollywood couple or something on Twitter. And I, he, Nano's the king of craziness. Nano's he says, I tried watching this on my friend's Sony TV, but they censored Gaz's face. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to get into the censoring. One more from OB who says, Cole absolutely loved the show. Uh, great show, Gaz. Do you think we'll get some kind of show from Xbox anytime soon? Everybody hit that like button. Yes, we're going to talk about that as well. Let's move on to we're we're kind of wrapped up with Crossfire X. I don't know what else to say other than um, I don't know what Rem yeah I don't know what Remedy was doing. Maybe they just put together a story for him and just said here, 
I mean, I mean, the collab did make sense in the first place. That's why it was like really intri in intriguing. It was like, well, what you, what? This is a bit weird. Remedy working with a Korean developer on a first-person game, and they're just working on the single-player component. This could be interesting. Maybe it's a passion project. Maybe you know, they're like, oh, we can do something really special with this. And then, yeah, well, it's just so embarrassing, really. It's, I, I did not expect it to be this bad. I, in fact, you know, we've in our montages or have featured Crossfire X quite a lot because it just works well. And we wouldn't feature in it if we didn't think, it, if we thought it was going to be completely substandard. So it's taken me by surprise at how bad it is. But ultimately, retrospectively, it's like... Uh. And I, I Remedy have been inconsistent, hit and miss for me very... Since Same. Quantum Break. Yeah. Same. Um, I, I liked Quantum Break. I didn't love it. And um, I, I just didn't really like Control. Um, I liked Alan Wake. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. go back and play it, fun. but I don't yeah. know. Uh, and that's okay. Like sometimes there's devs that just don't like really do it for you, but um, I don't know. Crossfire X. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, didn't do very well. And that's just how it goes. Mm. Uh, another thing that also didn't do very well. I got to talk about, cause I just went to, uh, I've seen like three movies since everything's been like in lockdown and I'm in Washington state where uh, you're wearing a mask everywhere you go in public for like two years straight. And so I went and saw a movie, this weekend went and saw Spider-Man No Way Home with Tom Holland and he does a great performance and Amazing. it really made me appreciate the other Spider-Mans. But they had a big, big opening trailer for Uncharted. Oh, yeah. Who, who saw that coming, right? Oh, well, for people who don't know, <laughs> save your money uh, because that that movie apparently is a complete train wreck it's like 46 or 49 on rotten tomatoes i mean mm -hmm. what is tom holland the now new tom hardy that he has to be in every movie it doesn't make sense like tom apparently now new tom holland yeah yeah apparently tom holland's gonna be here yeah. <laughs> he's gonna play apparently... play himself in a movie he's, he's like the troy baker of uh no i'm just kidding what was the other, uh, chat? You will know Tom Holland's being the runner-up for another game, which doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I mean, it's the legacy of bad movie game tie-ins again. There are very few that have been good, although I will say there are some. First Resident Evil, even though it's janky, was really kind of cool. I kind of find it fun. Remember the laser scene where he slices people into bits? It's still mm -hmm. a crap movie. But the Silent Hill movie, that was really good. I found that to be really good um pretty unsettling um, you know what's and, uh, weird though like this is a sony pictures game like this is their ip under their mm. company and everyone was like why are you using mark Wahlberg when crap forgot his name the guy that plays uh jj what's his name uh oh, the new news um... guy What's his name? Mark, uh, is it? A, no, it's not Mark Wahlberg, is it? Is it? Who is no, it? No, the, oh. the older guy that does the <laughs> that you did. Uh, uh, it says you're fired. JJ, you're hired. J What's yeah, that guy's JJ, name? Come on, chat. Uh, it's JJ. You're hired. We did the skit, man. I know. I, I'm trying to remember what his what the actor's name uh, is. Um, I watched names. a movie, an action movie with him like last year, and he was ripped, bro. Like he's like 60 years old. Huh? And he got cut. Like he like during the pandemic, he got like totally Nathan uh, like in shape like huge arm jay jonah jameson jay jonah jameson and i can't remember the name of the actor is but with the mustache he used the perfect sully jk simmons thank you chat you guys are amazing that's why i'm messing it up since the names are similar jk simmons is amazing and he's in fantastic shape for an old guy he would have been perfect to play sully but 
Where's Nathan Fillion? Like the chat says for Uncharted. Apparently, this he, movie he was like it was made for that movie. It didn't make it. Yeah, and uh, you know, <laughs> shout out to Hogue Law. Hogue made a really funny tweet today. He goes, "All right, this bodes well for Bungie's because Bungie's acquisition. They were they alluded to movie tie-ins as well, and I'm sure it'll be good. But oh, it's Sony just like pictures. that's not. Yeah, yeah. But Sony Pictures are like." Is this the really the foundation for what? Is this a sign of what's coming next? I mean, I don't. I mean, I'll, when they cast Tom Holland, I lost all interest in the Uncharted movie anyway. So yeah, um, the movie I saw was Chris Pratt. It's like one of those Netflix movies. It was pretty good. Uh, mm. Just watch it if you're bored. It's a Netflix movie where they get pushed in. Uh, they have like a time machine that takes them back before aliens inv- invaded. And uh, J.K. Simmons plays Chris Pratt's dad. And he's like wearing this tight shirt and he's totally ripped and in shape for an old dude. And it's like, and then Nathan Fillion is in the show The Rookie, which I watch like crazy. And he's in good shape. Like he's he's kept himself in shape for his age. So it's like, mm. put those two in the movie. But no, Sony had to go with the big names, Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. But um, doesn't make yeah. any sense. Say, so they've nice got The Last of Us movie or TV show coming as well. I uh, just wonder how these things are going to land. It's not good to your franchise to have a flop like that. Uh, yeah. guess this makes me want to talk about Halo, this TV show. Like some people are here or there. Uh, I put your face on Cortana. Well, how do you think the Halo show is going to do? <laughs> um, so it's not law. It's not like canon. Sorry. So mm. there. So people are like, oh, it's not canon. It's fine. Well, it doesn't excuse it for being absolutely dumb. It just needs, like, why is Master Chief not voiced by the main guy? It just sounds weird. Uh, so it's like. I mean, the Cortana thing, maybe not. I'm so, as critical as I am of Halo. I want to see exploration of uh, the Halo universe. But please explain to me, 343, if you're watching this, you say, sure. and the fan, hardcore fans say, that the lore is so vast in these games, you can't tackle it in the game, which was why the game's story is so substandard and whatever. Wouldn't it make sense to use these live-action things to extend the story and lore to the masses instead of getting them to read Greg Bear's incredible books people don't read? Fine, make them extend it. you got a 10-year game and you're telling me you were spending millions on making this show but you don't want to supplement the main core 10-year arc? Get them involved with it. Makes no sense. Oh, it has nothing to do with canon. Master Chief's going to sound completely... My- just voice me. May, might as well make me the voice of Master Chief. It's so dumb. No, it's no, so please, stupid. Don't, don't make Gaz the voice of Master Chief. <laughs> I'll be but a great you know, Master Chief. Like, we're just talking about Quantum Break, right? How amazing would it be if the TV show was tied into Halo Infinite and oh, they bounced amazing. back and forth? It would be the metaverse. It could, like, Halo. really, like, the, now you're building this stuff with the, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I've completely lost. I'm so bad today. But like, even with Atriox, you could just go back and like develop something here because we only got. There's so much with like people don't. I had to watch Halo Wars CGI cutscenes again, and you realize actually, you know what? The Covenant were nothing compared to the Banished, and you know there's so much. There is so much in Halo's lore that it can challenge some of the biggest sci-fi game um, like properties out there. If you read Greg Bear's book, The Deep Sci-Fi 
Spotify. There is so much scope, which is why I'm so annoyed. Because I, I want Halo to be held at the highest standard. The potential's there. It shouldn't be a studio relegated to 50% contractors and a story that's been... To ah, you know what? Sorry. It's gonna, I can right. see how it's going to be grating for people for me to keep on going on and on. And I know some people don't like dissenting opinions. But I, I just don't... It's mind-boggling. There's so much potential. 343, what are you doing? That's my view on it. I'm not I mean, saying I, I the guess, show's going to be bad, but... I guess if you're, if you're a massive Halo fan, like, you get the TV show, which does its own thing, and you get all that that comes with it, and then yeah. when you play the next installment of Halo, you get that whole thing. So, like, you get all this Halo stuff, but if it was tied together, you're like, I don't like the way the show's going, and then when you go to the game, you're like, oh, crap. So that could be risky, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Man. I don't know why like they're trying like if it's not canon. I don't understand why you're not doing it. Why are you doing well, it if it's not canon? You've got a 10-year game. Supplement the game with this incredible lore, apparently, that you have. Let's see what the Endless is about. Tease us more with the Endless. It's so much scope. The world, the mendicant bias or offensive bias. I want a whole uh, backstory anyway. on the Marine that goes, woohoo, when you jump the Warthog. I want to hear, like... <laughs> Who he dated and you know where, how he came to, he came of age, but I don't know. Don't hire him. Uh, don't hire Colt. Full stories. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. Here's the pitch. You know the guy that oh, yeah that would be terrible. But yeah. um, oh that's crazy. All right, we're gonna shift gears, guys. Like totally shift gears because Miles Dopier of Windows Central wrote a great article about Xbox need to do Xbox Direct, and which is a crazy request. Because Inside Xbox was a almost monthly event that did not land well with fans 90% of the time. I want to get your opinion. I don't know if you've given this much thought, but Xbox has 50 projects in the works. They can no longer just wait until E3 and the Keeleys. Too many games. To Xbox has too many games. Too many, way too many. So talk to me about what Xbox is going to be doing or what they should be doing with these they're communicating their games. Miles is bang on the money there. Uh, it's such a good problem. To so nice, Stephen. You have to understand, chat, I was in the front. I like console warring because it's just like part of my... Uh, it's in my my blood. I like the... You know, just like it's like sports. And last gen, watching Xbox completely fall off over its face where scale, scale bound was so detrimental to the brand. Where now we're like, go away, we don't need it because we have so many good games, right? So now we're in this position where xbox has so many games i don't think they can just an e3 showing could do it justice nintendo really showed everyone with their nintendo direct what what a great format would be in fact in fairness to xbox i think their their formats have been really good like they've been game 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 games but follow that i think that's the magic touch microsoft yeah i'm sure you've got a whole pr you know departments or whatever just researching in r d like watching watching carefully and nintendo direct or uh is an ex prime example of how to do a good show xbox has so many games bro look look at the games we have Forget the new ones. There's so many new ones coming. What about the games they've avowed? Perfect mm -hmm. Dark. I mean, Fable. These are big games, man. Okay, not Elder Scrolls 6. Show us Starfield. We'll be happy. Show us Redfall. We'll be happy. Yep. I mean, that's six games alone. If you just show that in an Xbox Direct, everyone's going to be like, mad. Mad. 
This is so, it's so much Fable. Why have we not seen? There's so many games I keep forgetting about them. They have a Show bunch of games, the games that they've um, that they've struck deals with, like Stalker Two. We haven't seen much more of that Stalker other two. than um, a minute and forty five of gameplay. I think. I, yeah. I cut these things up and put them in videos so many times. Like I know full well a five minute trailer has about a minute and a half of actual gameplay in it. But uh, it they have Dark it Tide, which is a Warhammer game. They've got Dark Contraband. Tide. They've got Project Dragon with the IO Interactive team. They've oh, got yeah. uh, Compulsion is working on something they're ready to show. Uh, somebody in the chat said I should find it. I love to give the props to people when they say stuff that I think is amazing. I'm scrolling up. Sebastian says, by the time those games are out, Xbox Series X will be the end of the gen. I hope not, because it's taking so long. But oh um, no, 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 takes- no, 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 no! I can tell you that I'm uh, with very much confidence that the mm-hmm. the end of the generation will be 27 or 28. It's going to be a long generation. You've got yeah, n- you've got like really no bottleneck on the CPU and the GPU for performance, and uh, yeah, it should be able to go for a while. I can't remember. I can't find who said it, but they said quarterly uh xbox directs or inside xbox would be amazing i think one of the problems with inside xbox i watched a lot of them gaz was the dog and pony show and i really like a lot of the people they've had ricari jeff rubenstein uh major nelson cracked me up sometimes we did the white glove thing like as cheesy as like he does this stuff on purpose like some of the the characters and people they've had on there are really great uh charlie and uh, I can't remember all these people they've had on X- Inside Xbox. They're good. They're really good. Are they? But, uh, well, here's, like, the gamers don't want to see them talk because they want to see the games talk. And like you said, yeah. Xbox has been doing these events. Their past three main events uh, have been fantastic. Their past yeah. a couple E3s and their other summer show they did, like, where they just show games game trailer you know not a lot of developer interview stuff they just show game trailers game plays announcements boom 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 and they've kind of become uh pretty good at that um yeah i mean so, i have to give xbox props for the the format they've really been smashing it out there if we there's no e3 so i don't see how any other kind of show would be good devolver digital do really funny stuff like that but it it is really funny because they don't they do take risks they're not overly pc they will be quite risky with their jokes Mm -hmm. and self-aware and break the fourth wall and this and that um so generally xbox is not good at that they like to be play it very safe so just be super safe do what gamers want just do a nintendo do an xbox direct well like i mean we're describing x uh nintendo direct and state of play and those don't always hit either, right? But yeah, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it... there's there's all these games and they're not talking about them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, kind but, of a problem. I, I see Truth Hurts in the comments. He goes, "There's literally no reason for me to own an Xbox console, but I'll come there, on an Xbox centric show to tell I'll, everyone how I'll fix, <laughs> again I'll and fix, again and again and again." I'll fix okay. Truth Hurts. There's literally no reason for me to stop making 37 accounts so I can get attention. <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you guys some free advice and uh, you know i've only made it so far to where i can have like amazing you know 600 some people here watching that i'm so grateful and be able to create content like gaz and i do where people watch it and they can reach out it's it's absolutely amazing i'll tell you one of the biggest most important formulas for uh getting attention that is actually worth keeping around and it's 
to use your energy to share the things you enjoy. Uh, and if you want to go on and just make people unhappy to bring them down to your miserable level, it just doesn't work. Ooh, so souls, we have, we have uh, fun, man. There's so much to be excited about. And like when I we're talking it, about, man. I, I look, I, you know me, man. I, uh, I like the console warring, but some of that is just so bad, man. So, um, but yeah, yeah so you just, oh, I, I, I also feel bad. We literally just tag team orbital laser strike. That guy's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he's used to it. He's like, he cowers down in a little, like, dusty old cardboard box and has to kind of, like, make do with what he's got in his life. And I feel bad for him. I really do. But, I like, but I'm okay. watching the chat. Like, these people are incredible. Uh, I, I see your names all the time. So, thank you so much. Uh, Gaz and I Seriously. are talking about this Xbox Direct. Welcome to the Xbox Newscast podcast, or as I call it, the Excency podcast. And this is a live on the Cold Eastern channel. And it's also on demand on YouTube after it wraps. And then I get it up on Anchor where it is on seven different podcast platforms. So you probably listen to it on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or other places like that. Thank you so much for all your support. Uh, thanks to over almost 700 people who are watching. We are talking about this Xbox quarterly event because they have 50-some games and they need time to talk about them. So, mm. um, yeah, like what, what's... The, how long should these shows be? They could do one every season. Yeah. I mean, like, like just shoot for an hour? Definitely. I mean, I mean I'm asking for well, at least a couple, but like it could definitely do in this stride in a couple of years, then it's viable. Uh, after a couple more published a level act uh, acquisitions. <laughs> um, but no, they have. They they there's a lot there. I'm just saying, look, they need to you know. Despite Xbox doing really well and great games last year, I still need to see what the Series X is capable of beyond Hellblade 2 is great. Show us more. Show us Fable. Show us Perfect Dark. Show us Avowed. I'm not, I don't sound spoiled at all, like with no demands. <laughs> show us Great Forza. You have every show right to ask for those. that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's going to be great when they finally do show it. But I just want to see it. Chat, don't you want to see it? Don't you want to see these games? I'm so tired of CGI. So tired of talking about what these games are going to look like. I just want to see them. Cole, it's your show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's your um, show. It, I love it. You're the best. Uh, someone said that we're Batman and Robin. And I just want to claim that I'm Robin and you're Batman. Okay. What? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. What's happened to your self-esteem that you made me the main guy in your show? <laughs> Come on, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> because you're the guy. You're the Batman. I'm Robin here. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm little, not so tough. I'm a, it's like, should we really hurt him, Mr. Batman, sir? No. Uh, <laughs> I, was gonna, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, you're crazy. Um, oh, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to pitch. Like, I know you guys would love this. Imagine you're watching an Xbox event where they're showcasing games. This is the this is the games showcase I want for almost every game. I want the developers to say, "Let's grab you know two or three minutes of gameplay that we're happy with that looks finished or looks ready, and then and then have somebody from your studio just walk people through it, show footage here and say." Our new game is an immersive, you know, semi-open world game where you play as such and such character with these powers or these weapons, right? And then you yeah. show the character playing, and then he's like, you live in a world where, uh, you know, bandits are out to get you, and you have to find out who you can trust. And he goes through the world, and then it's like, the world is uh, built upon, you know, a post or whatever. Like, they describe, like, the, the developer is just kind of describing it as you see it. 
Batman. It's not Halo we put 2. in combat mechanics where you can do this and do this, and you mm. interact with the world this way. And we want players to feel this and be able to bring their friends in, drop in, drop in, drop in, drop out co-op, right? And then yeah. just a three-minute trailer like that, that could be every trailer. And I think it's really m- everything that every fan is asking for when they want to see a showcase of game. Not, you know... Uh, not taking like a Tears for Fears song and having some sad girl sing it like Tears for Fears. Everybody wants, wants to, to You know how they do that? Like Ubisoft <laughs> does that. They get this moody thing and it's half CGI and it's all like beautiful shots yeah. of scenery. It's like, no, they want to see behind, like what would be behind the control. Somebody in the studio who's really good playing, you know, curated great parts of the game. That's what Xbox needs to do to show off these games and you can't ask for anything more other than yeah. when's it coming out. I'm sure Xbox will deliver. Um, they've had great shows recently, and I look forward to to that format. But you're absolutely... They've been refining it to get to that level. So, And, you know, Phil Spencer, even when he was appointed, he remember with the him and Phil uh, Major Nelson standing there, he goes, no one wants to see executives there. They want games after games. And th- since then, yeah. they've been refining that formula. Nintendo Direct represents uh, almost a perfection of, of that kind of formula. And if Xbox can do an Xbox Direct like that, boom, here we go. There's no reason why not. Uh, they have really done it. So it just boils down to the quality of the games and i so, and i'm quite confident xbox fans it's, it's a mad gen this is the I best think, gen you'll have i think it's up to us isn't it i mean uh, if, if a lot of voices are reaching out like xbox we need seasonal events <clears throat> when they see the demand they will come to meet it because they have it's not like i talked to an mm-hmm. xbox executive in 2019 who was trying to talk about how they were building one of their events and He's, you know, they said, we're, we're excited about what's coming out in the future. You know, like what we're going to, we, we haven't announced yet. That was kind of PR speak for, we don't have anything yet. Right. But now that's absolutely not the deal. So they can show yeah. tons of games. So I would say, you know, the 600, some people here are watching. If you're on Twitter or Reddit or wherever Xbox people are, because they're listening on social media, just, you know, every once in a while, just send out a reminder. We would love to see seasonal events where you, showcase you know a dozen games and just talk about what's coming in the near future and i think um we can get that voice out there but shout out to mm-hmm. over 650 people watching and shout out to peeve 1973 for a new channel member welcome to the channel yeah. the xbox uh colt yeah. eastwood channel yeah <laughs> yes give me a little <laughs> auto-tune <laughs> what's his name peeve yeah peeve 1973 peeve 1973. Welcome. welcome. Oh, That's like anachronistic. <laughs> there you go. Um, anachronistic to have auto tune for like a 1973 thing. Uh, yeah. I should have grabbed one of the guitars and did a little disco thing, but no, not too. But, you know, thank you. Welcome to the channel. Like I said, if you join the channel, you get early access and monthly merch giveaways. Uh, this isn't my merch. I'm actually wearing. The Asa and Gaz game on daily shirt. And uh, you're the but, only one who has that shirt. Even we don't have that shirt because I put that I, in the store. And uh, no, did I get that for you? I don't even remember. Yes, but you did. ultimately, yeah. I did. And that's the only one we printed. So only you have that. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cesar says uh, that was like Fergie, Fergie, Fergie and Jesus, uh, which is a classic, <laughs> I think, uh, Talladega Nights reference. Uh, but. All right, so let's talk about, let's be not so happy for a moment. 
Martha is Dead. It was a game I thought was going to be exclusive, but it's on all platforms. It's a first-person uh, interactive simulation horror game, and it's being censored where they cut out an entire short gameplay segment out of the PlayStation version, didn't give their customers the opportunity or option to play or opt out of this content. Um, guys, I don't know if you know what happened in the game. I, I know about it and I've seen it. Would you like me to describe it or would you like to tell the audience why Martha it's is dead? someone slicing the dead person's face. Um, there's literally from the skin and... But we saw that in the office, right? <sighs> Clarice, when Dwight did that to the <laughs> yeah, let's, CPR. Yeah, let's try and CPR. imagine Dwight cutting off the CPR dummy and putting the face yeah. on him. Like, that was such a funny episode. Best episode of The Office. It was so hilarious. hilarious. Um, oh, so good. Uh, uh, okay, anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, so it's a, apparently... It's a mini game where uh, you have a small razor blade and you have to guide it around. It is raw. It is raw. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It is raw. It but... looks... The art style is not completely realistic, but that moment that I did see is like... I was, you know how you get like the tingling in the back of your legs? Yeah, it's or... a bit unsettling. It's like... Uh... But, but... Have you played more combat 11 people? Have you seen, irrespective of its more comic uh, routings, that game has some raw scenes. Who are Sony? To that step is so in different, though. There's such a difference. Uh, I, I am so convicted about the difference between chainsawing a guy in half in Doom versus The Last of Us when you shove a pocket knife into a neck girl's neck and choke her down. And, you know, like that stuff is like horrible for me for me i don't gruesome it's gruesome and cole i think we don't know chances are that is the offending scene but uh and we talked about this yesterday and dealer made a good point about the fact that what's the point of the let the ratings agency deal with it why is sony stepping in and doing that and just sets a bad precedent for these companies to come in you've got boards set up for this kind of stuff unless there's a very specific term in their tos that this company has breached i but the xbox and pc don't have that censored and i'm not an advocate of censoring things like that i just don't think that and this is a like a u-turn from my one of my previous stances years ago in a game called hatred came out and i thought that should be banned yes that was a game where you just killed everyone this was like a mass murder simulator and Mm -hmm. that felt way too too uh much to me but even then i went on the forums people the people there were kind of crazy but ultimately i did say you know what you're right i was wrong to say that i understand it's an art form it's video games whatever if mm-hmm. that's what people want but I, i'm not an advocate of sony doing this so there's well, that let's talk about censorship because it we can't act like this is like something that's never happened playstation has been yeah. ridiculed for the past couple of years for censoring a lot of their games for censor- censoring um adult content or violent content uh here and there right but mm. we live in a world when you watch i mean we grew up in a world where most stuff in movies or tv shows was not there or was cut from movies because it was too much and there's still a rating board right like you can go to a movie and the movie's rated r for its reasons but there are scenes that had to be cut out because the ratings board said it was too much but um here with a playstation game uh they 
didn't give you the option. Like they could have just said, look, the developers built the game. We're not going to change it. We can't change it, but we could request for the developer to put in a warning at the beginning and an option to skip that moment in the game instead of just removing it because any PlayStation player or customer cannot experience this, whether they want to or not, which is kind of a weird thing to like fight for. Right. Yeah, I mean, the only time I see, like I said yesterday on our show, the only time I see even the most hardcore Sony fans, fanboys, uh, actually critique Sony, it's on this. They really don't like censorship, and yeah, usually it's because right. they don't want to, they want the uncensored version, Hatsune Miku Panty Edition, whatever those Japanese, like, hentai yes! game games. They are, there are some weird games yeah, now, I'm allowed to say that. They've had those censored um, as well. They've had, yeah, like, they've uh, had those censored, and I find them weird. Uh, it's just weird. So it's just like, there's, a, I mean, b- with all seriousness, though, there, you know, you don't want a company stepping in too much. In fact, in fact, Microsoft is one I want to keep a keen eye on because they're the kind of company I would expect them to be. I would expect uh, it from Xbox invas- before I yeah. before PlayStation, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I saw content creator. Someone mentioned in the chat defending it, but you know, some some content creators will bend over backwards to defend anything PlayStation, and we don't do that here because we attack it, or we I'll attack Xbox if I want to. Censorship is not. Uh, it's it can be. Tr- There's more nuance to this though. I won't say it's a black and white issue, but it, there there are grays here. Um, but I in this case with that, I just don't think Sony should step in, especially with Xbox and PC allowing it. It is that is super weird because like when you say like a content creator is defending the censorship, like that person, I, I read the the response from that person, that person saying like, no wonder they censored that. That's pretty messed up. I wouldn't want to experience that. Well, the, actually the correct response is I've heard what's in that game and I don't want to play that. Or I, I would yeah. like to skip that uh, or just not play it. Right. But yeah. um, Miles Pierre like, had a really great take guys. He said that he's a big fan of horror and he says, mm-hmm. this is one of those things that gets in the way of horror being what it is. Like, you have to make your audience feel unsettled. Uh, you have Definitely. to make them feel uneasy or sick to their stomach at, at points. That's a great point. And horror fans like this stuff. Now, if you're not, a, like someone said, I saw someone say, I'm not a fan of horror games, so this should have been censored. It's like, whoa, well, that's that's not how it works. But uh, your buddy David Jaffe said, uh, he's worked, David Jaffe has worked with PlayStation for like a decade. Uh, he mm-hmm. created uh, God of Davis. War yeah. and Twisted Metal, and he said, "I'm not here to tell PlayStation what to do. Like it's their, it's their company. They they yeah. get to choose whether they censor something or not. How do you feel about that? About is it PlayStation's He's choice? He's right though. Ultimately, it is the corporation's choice. If they don't want it, don't want it. Then, then but don't cry when people move away from your platform because you start doing this in an invasive way. Well, they would U-turn if people started migrating or became a serious issue. But ultimately, David is right. Like that's it. These are it's not a democracy, like Phil Spencer said. So it's like these are their private platforms. They don't want that there. They don't want it there. But that doesn't mean we have to sit quietly and accept it uh you're in a in a field where you're competing with other people you talk about the sanctity of art form gaming is an art form and when you do things like this to compromise that or put stop gaps in it or dilute an original creator's vision then don't go ahead and say we empower we embolden and censor it doesn't Mm. work that way so it's fine it's your platform do it but we will take a on your chests if you dare censor <laughs> that stuff do it uh, i mean it's yeah 
he's there's such a difference between um you know like you can saw a locust in half in gears and it doesn't i mean back in 2006 it was like whoa and then you get used to it right but there's a difference between uh the it's so weird to say how how do i how do i illustrate this uh there's like a personal like innocent violation right because in the game it's your sister and she's deceased and you're removing her face and it's in a nightmare sequence it's in a dream it's not yeah. like you're taking out a bad guy you're not taking out an evil alien and yeah, tearing his yeah, face yeah. off context, right right that context like really means something doesn't of it, it? Does. it's kind of hard to of illustrate of course it does context is everything when i said hatred should be banned it was only because of the context this is coming from a guy who played no russian in call of duty and wiped out everyone no hesitation or gta would get a prostitute put in the car get them out kill them take the money back we all did that stuff yes. in the game it's a gameplay i'm talking about gameplay i um, like the tip guys Oh, uh, sorry. But I like to <laughs> You know what's oh, funny? Wow. Uh, no Russian. The first time I played it, had an I, I walked yeah. the whole thing. I was so immersed. I walked through the whole you thing. You walked the whole thing. I walked well, the whole thing with that person. LMG. Mate, yeah, it was... I heard about the controversy. I couldn't wait for the thing. They could have yes! done what? I couldn't wait. <laughs> I was going to be joking there. But uh, I couldn't wait. And I just went, no Russian. I was like, no hesitation. Yeah. Because ultimately, the, it was just, I knew it was coming. I knew this was a big controversy, uh, co- controversial point. And I looked at the NPCs and they just looked. Because you know what? All I saw was a bunch of zeros and ones. Lines of code oh, in a like video you're game. you're in the Matrix, guys. <laughs> I am Neo. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was. I mean, even the NPCs were copy and paste. It's not like they had little kids there or all that stuff. It was just like you could be playing GTA. I know context matters, but I didn't care. I didn't care for it, and it it doesn't mean me a bad person. I'm the most softest person on the planet. It seems like in public transport, I'm the only one who cares because everyone else just walks each other. I thought it sounded like Joker in the the Joker movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's just like that. There's deeper conversation there. Special Nick's like, oh my god, Gaz. <laughs> Shut the f***ing Nick up. Uh, I gotta, I gotta read say. a comment here from... Uh, I'll kind of change the way he said it, but he said, like, in the Tomb Raider games, like, when you fail, like, Laura Croft dies in pretty brutally different ways uh, mm. where it kind of turns the camera and you see her get impaled or fall off and, and hit a rock really hard. And, and it's like, it makes you, you know you know wince when you see it and i feel like you know playstation has a lot of games where they elicit a emotional and physical response from you uh, especially in the last of us part two which i played it yeah. to completion there's a lot of moments where i was just like ah you know it's really tough it's just interesting that the the scene where you're cutting the person's face yeah off. i don't know how to describe it without being brutal but it's like you move well, the controller this the way, head, then this way, it. then this way, and then then you start to pull. And I I backed out of the Twitter video because I'm like, and that's as far as I can I can deal yeah, with it. Yeah, you because... know, Miles' take Miles' take is really good because in horror, 
to really further that field you really need to take risks the most violent video game doesn't come close to the most violent movies not even remotely so if you're talking about video games a medium yes, that is much, supposed yeah. to be maturing and you know we want to tackle these these issues then you can't put these kind of restrictions you're compromising the developer's artistic license there and that's not gonna you know that's not gonna float assuming that's the offending scene so like house of the thousand corpses hostile have you seen that there's some messed up movies man they're held in high reverence have you seen seven for instance that will be like oh, i get yeah. the interactive yeah. as the game as gaming evolves as technology evolves and uncanny valley becomes a thing we're already become... almost there i mean games can yeah. look uh, as great as you think they possibly could what's the fix for more. this gaz um should playstation just continue to cut content that they feel protects no, their customers or do they need to re come back around if we finally would definitively know what was the cause could be something fairly innocuous and they didn't feel but based on that you know chances are it was that scene if it is it's not good news it's not good news mm -hmm. um but sony will get pushed back on it and they will revise their policies i'm sure if they keep doing this yeah well um i've heard a lot of people say that the definitive place to play that is on pc or xbox and um well mm. i don't know if that's if that's something you really uh love those type of games those interactive scary games uh you're stronger than i am but one of the games on xbox that has seen a decline a little bit of redemption for gaz my guest here is on pc the player bases has seen a steep decline for halo infinite for the multiplayer Gaz, what is going on? You've been playing this game like every week. You, you talked about you've been playing Apex, but I've been on Party Chat with you many times when you're still mm -hmm. playing Halo Infinite online, giving it its fair, its due. What's going That's on? That's a Halo redemption Infinite? story for me. I. <laughs> Well, it might be a redemption story for someone like Dr. Disrespect who said that the game needs Battle Royale or will fade into obscurity or whatever he said. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, the, the reality is, uh, you know, 343 I've I've talked about it for a while they they need to have a content uh timeline loads of people are now saying I'm waiting for co-op I'm waiting for co-op and you didn't delay it fine the game is game has some fundamental issues uh the net code even though they shout out to 343 they released Halo Waypoint explaining what how then the systems work and what they intend to do but the the positive improvements that they rolled out look on the forums lots of issues um there's no still no region filter they've held their hands up and they said yes we will get a region filter in there in the future no any kind of appreciable timeline of when it's coming so there's that the game is starting to feel a little bit stale with the maps for big team battle which wasn't even working for a month which is thankfully working for me in the uk i just want i really want a region filter because we keep getting lumped in with americans as much as we love you guys the 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 competitive integrity that you know the way getting shot around corners desync issues all that is becoming really prevalent and even the they've held their hands up and said the replay mode you know while you watch your games back is fundamentally broken anyway because it doesn't relay what's actually happening in the game the watch the blog you'll make uh read the blog it makes sense halo i'm sh i'm confident halo will be fine in the long run 
the reason why I asked for it to be delayed was for then it released fully formed in the best light as wholesome a package with the basic you know constituents of a halo game that we used to for years it's dwindling this is a very tough market very saturated even though it's halo's a big name i know the numbers have yeah. dropped drastically when i saw loads of people on my friends list now i see none or I see so one maybe was and, dr disrespect right you know three or four months what? ago well, there's a rumor uh, going around that another studio, it's so annoying, I hate this, if this is true, but chances are it's correct, that another contracted out studio was actually working on another game mode for Halo. It's like, what is it? Is it Battle Royale? Because if it is, oh my god, people need to... I didn't come at Dr. Disrespect when he said that. A lot of people got really defensive. And I sure. do agree with him. I think chat come on battle royale and halo made for each other man that is they could do so well um it's, but uh i think it would do really well i think it would do really say well. Astray gaming's in the chat and and he plays a lot of fortnite like he's one of those guys that's like you know what fortnite is really fun and i like to play it and you can and i'm with him like i see the allure i played uh a few matches the other night with my son and we had so much fun like that game has Web slingers. So, like, if you find a, a pickup, you can swing uh, webs. You can shoot webs and sling across the map. What's mm -hmm. that remind you of in Halo? Yeah. The grapple shot, right? So, it, it's almost... I know there's there's a lot of... There's probably half of us here that don't care about Battle Royale. Don't spend time on Battle Royale. We don't want it. Battle Royale's over. But I think, I think it might be the right fit as an extra mode in Halo. Um where you come down and you pick up your weapons and if you get the grapple ODST shot the SD drops so, got, so much yes scope you've ODS, it's vehicles. So perfect you've got warthogs so you've got the the the, the four-wheeler uh, I'm just blanking on the name you've got um you've got all the vehicles the the wasp like it could be incredible. Pelicans. You can, you can have pelicans flying in there. You've got an open world engine that you've devised. That's why the game doesn't looks the way it looks. But then, then you can use that open world, big, large scale gameplay. Stitch, stitch but, biomes together and build. But the, but the game can't even handle netcode on arena mode. You're telling it to have like big battle royale. I well, Epic no... Games is doing it. Let chat. Yeah, let but, me know. Let yeah. let Gaz and I know. Like, uh, we're kind of championing for a battle royale mode for halo and i might not play it that much i, I might actually play it more than i play the multiplayer right now but let us know mm. if you if you're on board with this especially if gaz is hearing that some other studio would be supplementing that work and leaving 343 to take care of forge take care of campaign expansions mm. and all the more important stuff right I, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying there's an, but that's what I think Jess Corden and Windows Central reported on another studio working on a different game mode. Um, but yeah, you know, ultimately, I think, you know what, 343, get your house in order, get your the basics right, get your co op, yes. get your forge, get the content uh, roadmap for when are we going to see more content. Also, campaign, man, the, camp, the way the game ended, you need to release, I thought. And clearly, I'm in the minority, which annoys me. I thought there's going to be a little bit more pushback on the campaign and the story. So, all right, the way you've left it that way, tell us when are we going to get the next episode of it. Show a little bit more. You've been very transparent, but it's it feels a little bit hollow when you haven't got. You know, we have when is thing when are the things coming? When is co-op coming? When is Ford? So yeah, yeah. Uh, player numbers have dropped. Long term, 
I'm sure Halo will be fine. They seem to be working really hard to fix it. More important than that, 343 as a studio needs to be settled. Stop relying on contractors. I don't know what it will take, but if it's Staten, whoever's at the helm, make sure you, that studio, 343, working on your flagship title is rock solid. Yeah. And I don't know how you're yeah. going to do that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of think they use all the help they can get at this point, but... Um, They've got a massive franchise that has to be just kicking butt at all times. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, this is XSC Podcast. Please hit the like button to show your support. bunch of you in the chat like going crazy and, and contributing to the show in a really big and major way. So I'd like to get up to 500 likes where we get that far. So minimize the chat for a second. I think there's like a if you're on the mobile, there's a transparent like and dislike thing. You can hit dislike if you want, but show your support of the channel. We absolutely love it. I'm here with Gaz from Game On Daily. Him and Asa run an aggregate sh uh, podcast and show and site. Let me get the words together. There they go. They have a nice platform that gives you all of your news and some crazy sauce when you need it most. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I got a couple supers here. Uh, new uh, business. None your business. What a great name. The way it was spelled. Yeah. Took a minute. Thank you so much for the $5 super. He says, I mean, look how different Hellblade would be if they got rid of the psychological aspect as we talk about like uh, making unsettling things. This is another part of the topic that uh, he keyed in on. Phil Spencer said that he wants their games to be bigger and better. And the Hellblade developers, Ninja Theory, said that Hellblade 2 is going to make the first game look like an indie game. And if you know your stuff, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice looks fantastic, especially in performance mode. So, um, and if you really know your stuff, you'd know that the first Hellblade was an indie game. So, it's a poor choice of wording from the people who made the game. Was that, do you know well, I mean, Ninja Theory has they've kind of uh, they've kind of contradicted that, right? Because they said, you know, we were basically an indie studio before Microsoft picked us up, but um, they're feeling uh, huffy and puffy about themselves. Uh, that gets us excited, doesn't yep. it? Chat. No, it's, uh, look at it. Just look at it. I mean, what game looks better than uh, Hellblade 2, man? And then when he says, you know, Tamim, uh, he's on Instagram. He's like, if I was a game dev, I'd be like him. He's just partying with these beautiful people uh, and models and stuff. And he's just yeah. like living the life. And I'm like, oh, you saucy guy. But are you oh, actually he's, doing he's... anything with the game? And... Oh, he's a G, man. He is so cool. And he's so... Like when he does the developer docs, like he gets in front of that camera, like he just performs and he gets people super stoked and in the mood mm. for Hellblade Sinuous uh, Saga. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, at cool. one point, I was concerned. I'm like, this I guy's partying too hot. But yeah, I, do, I think I do follow him. And yeah, and on Insta as well. And he is, uh, his studios looks like they're having a lot of fun making that game. I, I'm really excited. I have some concerns about Hellblade in terms of the gameplay department because what they showed last time seemed to be really linear or very like curated, very obviously. Yeah, uh, like uh, yeah, like a kind of setup set piece where yeah, uh, it was very minimal gameplay. Where it would take control in and away that, from you, yeah. which is actually something that PlayStation games do a lot and they yeah. do very well. Of giving you this really incredible moment yeah. that you're not in control of, and then giving you the controls to push a button. You know, yeah. push a button, aim, push another button to throw the spear at the troll. And then it says turn and run. And I don't know, maybe if you run to the right, you get like <laughs> caught on fire. I don't know. But no, it does I look really cool. 
yeah, I, I have faith in them. They're, the studio has, is quite malleable with the, the games that it's worked on, Heavenly Sword and things like that. Mm-hmm. Combat, they've heard the critiques from the first game. Combat was kind of punchy, but very basic and needed to work, and I'm sure they will do that. Um, so there's a lot of room there. Uh, I'm not overly critical of Hellblade because it looks really nice. The studio's got a great pedigree, and what we saw actually just blew our minds. I was like, yo, when my yeah. younger brother, who's a bit of a playstation fanboy actually said that looks amazing i'm like all right okay like this he's like well. it looks amazing <clears throat> oh, yeah he was like oh, okay, okay fine You're like, fine it looks good and it, and it does he's <laughs> <laughs> not that bad he's not mbg but no, yeah no, no. he's like he, yes! sorry <laughs> um, uh, Hargit yeah. Chani, thank you so much for the two dollar super chat he says is king of the hill close enough to be battle royale for a mode for halo um man i haven't played those in so long uh i think just stay stick with gaz and i, I think if somebody is putting together battle royale if 343 does it like i just think it would do really 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 well i just can't imagine battle Ro- at this point you know i had a different opinion months ago right but at this point gaz i think battle royale would do really well for halo I, I mean, I've always model. said this. I've said it from ages. I was, I was so excited. I want a Battle Royale Halo. I know people's like, some people are crying like the Battle Royale would destroy Halo. I mean, people, like, you've tolerated quite a lot of shortcomings. No co-op, no forge, a story that's barely a story after waiting for years. And then now you're going to cry about an additional game mode somehow hurting Halo. I'm still right. saying fix the basics, Battle Royale. If you don't like the game mode, don't play it. Um, but generally, I think it could be, do really well. Uh, I have yeah, to add to this, and it's something Halo should be doing for multiplayer. I think it would make the game so much more interesting. Battle Royale, where you drop in as a Spartan, an ODST, an Elite, a, a Brute. Like, Wouldn't it be great if you drop in this world and the people that you see are not just a bunch of spartans in different colors it can make it so much more interesting i don't know why they don't use more uh bipedal humanoid like uh playable characters like remember mass effect 3 multiplayer where you could play as an asari you could play as a grunt you could play as a uh uh gath or whatever because they were all like uh, they were on two feet and they and they could hold a weapon so basically the structure of the game you could play these multiplayer modes alongside with other characters and Gears does this where you can play as the Locust or the Swarm or you can mm-hmm. play as the Cogs, right? And so it's yeah. cool like when you come in and you're playing as a as a Locust. Like I think Halo needs to do that with with their multiplayer. Um, There's a lot that needs to let them get the basics right, but that is like postulating over something that could be good. Poor people are like, oh man, we don't want we don't want it. You don't want it. Some of us do. And that's I think it would fit Halo for me. But yeah, and I, you don't I think have so. to play the mode if you don't want to yeah. play the mode. You Leave auctions, auctions like, like, are king. Yeah. Yeah, Astra I mean, Gaming yeah. with the Australian eight dollar super says apparently having an opinion on Halo makes these guys cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Halo stands are the worst. They're the worst. You're the reason why Halo sucks in many different ways. You're the reason. You are the reason. Uh, <laughs> Come at me. Come at me. As, cr- as crummy I'm, as I'm it playing, is, I'm like playing. I had Halo stands attack me. I got, remember when I called you and I'm like, <laughs> you have to be more specific. You cry a lot on the phone. I'm joking. <laughs> joking. Yes. Uh, sorry if I broke your eardrums, guys. I really apologize. Yeah. Um, when the Halo flighting started, I'll tell a quick story before we move on. 
Halo fighting started. I got invited to the first round. Now I shouldn't say round because the the head of three four three Halo's PR called me out on Twitter and said, Colt, you need to check with your people at Xbox because we're not doing the flighting in waves. And everyone's like, oh, Colt's a liar. He didn't get in. Oh, he's oh, yeah, making yeah, it up. That. He didn't get in the flighting. <laughs> and what happened a month later? We're announcing the second wave of flighting. We're going to invite <sighs> more people. Oh, I took so I much heat for that. I don't know if you remember how heartbroken oh, I was. People were just... that, that's when I, that, that, that story was to point out the Halo stance. Like big, people are way bigger Halo fans than me hated me because i got invited in so you know look at hidden hidden xperia bro that guy's got a million subs i think uh -huh. or something stupid and he's the biggest halo fan we disagree on the campaign but he just listed out and said it's abysmal they got their monetization on prioritized didn't they so egregious mm -hmm. in their score this is coming from a guy who has spent a lot of money on Apex Legends packs. And I'm telling you that season one of Battle Royale is always crap anyway, or, or season packs like that. Uh, mm -hmm. of, of, you know, but like he is scathing. Most Halos, like, it, there is a problem. I just, I don't want to knock on Halo too much, but people really hate it. They really hate it. And that kind of fuels me because I'm like, shut up. But, <laughs> but it's up to you, man. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I, I, um... I've got to keep it real. I, I love the game. I love the campaign. It was a great time, and I love the feel of the game. So it can only get better. They seem to keep working on it. And we can't harp on Halo forever, but uh, thank you, Astray, for saying that sometimes people cry at opinions, and that is how it goes sometimes. Um, so one of the other things that Phil said about their new games is he said Starfield, which we are so due to see. And, of course, that'll be at the E3 showcase. That's Todd Howard and the Bethesda M.O., you know, a few months before the game comes out, they show you everything, they show you final product, and then they mm -hmm. polish that summer and the game comes out in the fall. So he said that he expects Starfield to be one of their most played games ever. Is what their That's expectation mad. is. If how can that But it's not on play I was just about to say that. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, in order for him to say that <laughs> that it's not on uh if the that he expects it to be the most played game and it's not on the industry leading kind of gaming console mm. platform they're very more than the numbers i for me i get really reassured by their confidence about that because they see the game running the background i've seen todd howard they really like talk about the specifics in the game very passionately within the specifics of the factions it's coming across it just oozes confidence and this mm -hmm. statement right there just is the charity on top like they think this is without playstation it's going to be one of the most played games that means this game has a lot of scope a lot of hooks it could be oh man you I, you know me man i love sci-fi for me dune oh, number yeah. one i love sci-fi my dream game is sci-fi this could be it like a fallout set in space hard sci-fi exploring planets um what, you know what no i Man's love Sky? yeah you know what i love as dumb as it sounds but i know we're probably all guilty i love games where you're like and you go through a drawer and you grab Bottle? things and you put in your inventory and then you grab oh, things okay. and you have stuff and then you put it together and you craft it and then you, you improve and then you're out when you're killing or doing or exploring, you're getting XP and then you get to put those points in your character. And I know that describes a lot of games, but I recently was playing Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided. 
I was recently playing Prey like a year ago. Uh, what other games are doing this? I was just, oh, Dying Light does it. You you rifle through drawers and cabinets and you grab stuff and everything you grab has a has a use. I love that. And the, the whole thing what you're describing is Starfield gets you out in your ship that you customize and you go to these different planets that are different like star wars you get to this planet that looks like this and there's these types of people and this kind of architecture it's going to be so big and it's so weird that people downplay starfield man we haven't seen it it's like you haven't seen kotor yet you haven't seen uh final fantasy 17 or 16 or whatever's coming out like <laughs> i don't know no, that's just uh... What what you describe rifling through things and taking them and applying XP bars. Um, what the f***? That's the opposite of what I like. <laughs> no. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, we're kicking Gaz off the show yeah. and it'll just be a... No. <laughs> I, I no. actually... Chat, like, I know this show... I, I just started this show and I feel like almost every week, this is my 40th episode... The people that I get on, like, we mostly agree, like, 98% of the time. That would be nice. Once, wait, which side are you on, Gaz? Let me look at my... The other side. It, left. You're left. You're left. Yes, there, it there, would be nice there. for me to choke you once in a while for us to <laughs> and have a disagreement. So tell me why I'm wrong. Go. Well, okay, so, I mean, that's your, um, so you're not wrong, that's your taste. What I'm hoping Starfield is like is actually, you know, not this little... Fallout games, these games actually do rely on those systems. They have all these subsystems in their game. Yeah. So actually what you want is what you like is probably what you're going to get. For me, what I, why I'm excited about Starfield is the more... Okay, let me explain what my, my, my dream game is. It's like in space... Um, this is not what Starfield is, by the way, chat. But just hints of this would be great. You have your crew, every crew, like real online crew, and you each crew has its own. You have a medic, you have an engineer, you have a pilot. Actual, like Mass Effect, real life, like your yeah. friends online. You enter into planets, atmosphere, real time. Do you remember that movie P uh, Pitch Black with uh, Vin Diesel? You just land in a plane. You have to, you crash. You have to repair the ship, figure things out. That kind of deep sci-fi, Star together. Citizen, but yeah. yeah, like something an actual game, uh, but. Something like that is my dream. Starfield is exactly what you said, and based on what Todd Howard has explained the game, it's like that kind of Fallout slash Skyrim in space. Loads of systems, upgrade yourself, uh, and the details are scarce, but then there's all these factions. It sounds very Dune, and it's all about exploration. The there's so many planets and how you how are they going to reconcile deep law and intelligent you know life alien life this is the game they've said they've wanted to make for the best part of two decades but they couldn't because the technology was holding them back this mm -hmm. is finally them realizing it and when they Todd how recently talked about it he talked about it with you know with such passion that i am very without having seen and i and those who say we need to see a little bit of gameplay you're absolutely spot on i do yeah. agree with you i do 100 percent agree with you because i want to see how the gameplay system works is there combat how's it there will be How's that going to work? How's exploration going to work? How vast is the exploration? How many planets can you visit? How the dialogue works? What the facial animations are with NPCs? There's a lot there. But generally, I'm very excited. I'm getting very good vibes from this game. 
unlike cross yeah there, i mean there's like little um there's little investigations that i've done when i've created videos on my channel about it uh, looking at the ui like you can have a melee weapon or you have obviously a projectile firearm weapons we saw the gun yeah. in the non-gameplay trailer so um i would assume that you can change the camera to third person but it plays better in first person that's just how their games work but um i know people fall back on fallout 76 but Skyrim was absolutely massive. Fallout 4 was absolutely massive. Like these are generation defining games that Bethesda makes. And I saw a lot of people in the chat saying like this could be a game of the year contender. This is going to be a big deal. And this game from Bethesda who makes the most immersive greatest Western RPGs on the planet is going to release this game not on a PlayStation console. That it's not why people are downplaying it because they let's be honest a lot of people refused to believe it was going to be exclusive they were saying sure. it with their chest it's not going to happen you cannot ignore a playstation uh the playstation platform because the game you know it's too big a platform and yes they are this is not going to come on playstation so it's going to be look let's be honest PlayStation has an incredible year. It's got Horizon Forbidden West. God of War is already a game of the year contender. We haven't even got it near release. You've got Gran Turismo, which I'm a bit if about. But they've got great games. And mm -hmm. Sifu, I think, is amazing, sublime. But I don't think it's going to win any game of the year awards, uh, unfortunately. I think it's a great game. Uh, Starfield is Xbox's... And I don't think Redfall is the game. I'll be, I'll be pleasantly surprised if it is. But I think Starfield's is xbox's best game best chance to win a game of the year award the game of yeah. the year contender i think uh, i think redfall will charm but i think starfield is the one that's going to turn a lot of heads um if it hits a 90 that. plus meta can you imagine starfield xbox clue boom that that would be whew, that's insane i know people say don't care about metacritic but it would be the optics wise it would the be optics, mad yeah. And players are investing that much time, like Phil Spencer says, that means this game is something incredible. Again, take it with a pinch of salt. We haven't seen the game. Uh, and I hope it's not buggy mess, because bug tester. Uh, I, think, I think it will. Uh, and it goes back to the beginning of our show, where uh, some of us will excuse some of the things because we're having so much fun. That's always yeah. happened to me in games like that. But um, I don't know. They're so confident about this date that I think... Um, Think should be launching pretty well um yeah. it's not like fallout 76 where they had to rely on a big you know multiplayer thing to to get working and all that stuff uh, yeah. this is the game they really wanted to make and todd howard is pretty much almost apologized for fallout 76 so uh i'm expecting <laughs> big things he really yeah. has he really has um we are running close to out of time but i want to talk about this interpretation of activision's games they're big franchises going multi-platform i don't know let me see if i can grab the quote really quick and then i'll i'll kind of give you the the reins on this one um oh, there's, I read there's the one chats? quote there's this one quote here um this means that all existing licensing and marketing agreements on playstation for call of duty or any unknown uh, that's my words let me find this um First, some commenters have asked whether they will continue to make popular content like Activision's Call of Duty available on competing platforms like Sony's PlayStation. Uh, 
The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make this title available exclusively on the Xbox console, undermining mm -hmm. opportunities for PlayStation users. To be clear, these are Microsoft's words. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. We've already heard mm -hmm. that before. And we have committed... This is what I want you to speak on, Gaz. Sorry, I, I didn't have this like cut out, but... And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. Yeah, this has been a very divisive topic. Uh, special Nick, if you're still in the chat, I'm going to end you. No, um, me and him, we've been talking about this. He's convinced this only relates to Warzone and existing uh cod ips i can see how you can read that i just can't see how, how you can so uh f well because uh, this is his argument i don't think i think this intent is clear oh. so let's oh yeah, so, yeah. okay wait let me let me interrupt you because i've read this a million times i did a video on this like on wednesday or something mm -hmm. and we have committed to sony that we will also make them available on playstation beyond the existing agreement meaning if they had a marketing agreement with Infinity Ward's Call of Duty that comes out next year, they're saying into the future, meaning that game will never leave the PlayStation fat, uh, platform. It's more to do with the, when they say to be, we will make, continue to make Call of Duty. And the question is, what constitutes Call of Duty in that very vague statement? Because Call of Duty is Warzone, and they could just be alluding to live action games, not the annual or whatever, you know, COD games. Uh, so the the vagueness about that is what Dealer also pointed out to. It's not it's lacking sufficient detail. And they said, we've committed that we will make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement. The, to make Call of Duty whatever and th there's the room for interpretation there and i just disagree with that mainly because this is a pr statement you can't just hoodwink the regulators because when it comes down to finally sitting down with them what you don't think they're going to ask that question well you've just said this you made a this article is actually addressed to regulators it's literally titled uh where's it gone adapting ahead of regulation a principal approach to app stores do understand that this is primarily actually talking about a bigger chunk of the mobile market apple iphone that's what this blog was addressing to but uh, addressing but this little smaller chunk comparatively is the only thing really we have on as far as cod and exclusivity is concerned my point is this right i i, I think they will do it in the immediacy beyond just live service games beyond warzone but eventually over time it will trickle away and one day it will become exclusive same way with bungie and destiny and whatever they are working on i don't think they're trying to hoodwink regulators i do agree they're trying to appease them but yes. they but they're not stupid as well and they, one day they will have to sit down and find the details and the regulators can retrospectively go back on past deals my point is this on closed deals on closed deals like now they're do they're doing it with facebook and whatsapp they're going lasering yeah. them they're really good putting them through the paces uh so and facebook and whatsapp whatsapp is just they've assimilated for years how are you gonna even separate that is there even you know just uh, possible um and i get both sides of the argument i'm on one side i said i it, 
I don't want COD to be... I, I want COD to be exclusive, all right? Xbox, Sky, whatever. But I actually think it's good for the I don't industry, care what but... you want, Gaz. What do you think they're going to do? Because the end yeah. of the statement sounds like, oh, they're old games. Like, I can kind of see where, like, Special Nick from Xbox Era is saying, oh, they're just talking about these games that are being built in the next couple of releases that are already, you know, planned to be on PlayStation. But the very first part of the sentence that I'll read again that you lasered in on is... Um, yeah. <laughs> my eyes like where'd it go <laughs> yeah where did it go uh we oh my gosh um ask whether we'll continue to make copter content on, on competing platforms oh i highlighted i'm so dumb. <laughs> i'm sorry it's like i'm frazzled today microsoft they start off with the statement saying to be clear microsoft will continue to make call of duty and other popular activision blizzard titles available on playstation so if you mm -hmm. isolate that which you can't do uh when you're looking at pr speak you can't just isolate and take one thing out of context but that sentence itself says we will continue to make call of duty games meaning as games are made call of duty games come out for the future and anything active popular activision titles whatever they consider popular will always release on playstation that means no mm -hmm. exclusivity in that term Right to me, if you read it that way, and you just say, oh, "Hey, Call of Duty," doesn't mean it means all Call of Duties. Then, 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 yeah. To me, and I'm on the same fence with you. I, if that's what you think, I think that means it quite clearly. I think the intent is clear. You don't make these state statements like that in the view to try and like fool regulators. They will come down and talk about this. Well, you said this. This is what it reads like. Mm -hmm. Why did you make this statement? I mean, we know. Like, like deal, Dealer the Gaming numbers. said they had to make this statement when they did. And I thought, why are you even talking about this? Like, it's not even time yet. Let me read a couple supers, and I want to ask mm -hmm. you specifically about where Call of Duty should stand. Hargit Johnny has two super chats. I'll lump them together. Thank you so much for the $2 super chats. He says, still annoyed Halo came without co-op. Hashtag delay Halo. Hargit Johnny is one of those fans that wanted to play with his friends day one. So you have to understand that. Uh, Mythashill with the New Zealand New Zealand 349 New Zealand. says New Zealand <laughs> New Zealand New is their currency now. Uh, anyway, thank you, Mythashill, if I said that right. Says maybe they'll put Starfield on mobile. Not maybe. Yes, Starfield will be available day one on mobile via X Cloud or as they call it, game streaming on Xbox. And Hargit Chani, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. He says in all the Call of Duty discussion, the assumption is that. Regulate now, Hargit's a smart dude, so listen to what he says. He says, mm -hmm. In all the COD discussion, the assumption is that regulators will look at a specific game as a monopoly. Why Game Pass is a potential console slash PC, maybe. So, I want to ask you, Gaz, based mm -hmm. off of what Hargit's saying, like, where do you think Call of Duty stands? Because I think Microsoft has a different idea of what they think Call of Duty should be doing in the future. So, what do you think is actually going to happen? I think, I think, and I, I think Cod is going to stay on PlayStation. I think it will be. I think it, it doesn't need to be exclusive on Xbox. Guys, we are getting, like, Xbox fans are getting you know, day and day on Game Pass. That's a huge win. People, you think people just like spending money when they unnecessarily? 70 bucks? Yeah, yeah $70 I mean, in North America. Uh, Astray, if you're in the chat, he still is. How much is Call of Duty outright in Australia? Because they have a they have a significant price increase compared to the states. Canadians pay a little bit more for games. 
Go yeah. ahead, guys. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of money there. Like that, you're it's annually as well. You're paying that much uh, versus getting it for uh, free with the cost of subscri- uh, a subscription on XGP. It's huge, man. Like, I we knew when I did the source video. I even anticipated then I'm like, even if Xbox are feeling charitable is what I said, being a troll, they will put right. it on Game Pass. PlayStation guys, are you now funding the games for Xbox? You know, that's a lot of money. $120 in chat. There's a lot of money there. Like Minecraft, like Minecraft Dungeons, like my, uh, my buddy Mo said, a really good point about that being like that didn't need. Why is Minecraft Dungeons on PlayStation? Didn't need to be on PlayStation. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a new. It's a new game in the in the Minecraft franchise. Big win. It's a big win for Xbox. Either way, this Microsoft executive was talking to CNBC and said that we're treating this Activision Blizzard merger like the Minecraft situation. And I'm like, no, don't say that. No. Yeah. And I also feel like he's he's speaking out of turn, like an ex or Microsoft executive did about the Bethesda thing. I don't know if you remember a couple months after the Bethesda announcement for the merger. Uh, he said that we're going to continue to bring Bethesda games to competing platforms, and that is a lie. That's not and happening, that's, right? That's what Dealer put in his video, and he's right, and that's why it makes him more murky. I'm like, is this a, con- a repeat of the muddly, wrong, erroneous messaging? Because, it, you know, one of the definitive statements here and the statement of intent kind of clashes with the whole, you know, the quote that Fonzarelli he always plays in his little thing, uh, mm-hmm. platforms where Game Pass exists. So yeah, I don't know. I it, it can go either way. I'm I'm still resolutely thinking based on this that it's coming to PlayStation. But for Xbox guys who were upset by this, why? What do you mean? Like you're caught. There's is two Xbox. Yeah. There's two things here, uh, if I can remember remember them. But one thing is it like Hargit says, is Call of Duty really a monopoly? Because it's it's going to be on Game Pass. It's on Xbox One, Xbox Series consoles, PC. And any mobile device that supports Game Pass. A Kindle, Mm -hmm. an Android, an iOS, an iPad, a PC browser, whatever, right? So Mm -hmm. Call of Duty would be anywhere, anywhere but a PlayStation console. Um, Because it's not really on Nintendo, right? The other part of this is, playing devil's advocate, Microsoft and Xbox don't care about the, the console war. Like, they're not worried about the where the uh playstation is yeah you know, they're not worried about what gets what PlayStation gets or doesn't get like they're not worried about selling consoles places you can sit or xbox can sit back and go we can make two billion dollars off of the playstation just by keeping that game there that's just free money let them buy it we get way more profit off of there because we get all the money from playstation and it's a cash cow and of course yeah. it doesn't do anything for us you want to have a list war right the whole idea here is we didn't get into the metaverse, but Xbox is poised to build the metaverse, a big gaming platform where everyone can come together and play. And they have that leverage. PlayStation doesn't quite have that yet, even though they're so big. And Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook is trying, but he doesn't have the foothold. So something really big and different is happening with acquisitions. It's why we're seeing Bungie come in and not promise or commit to make exclusive games or pull games off of xbox very clearly yeah there's something so strange going on here for xbox you do remember the old saying you don't spend 6.8 billion dollars to put your games on playstation bethesda right that was this now we're saying you're going to spend 10 times more 
and keep them on PlayStation. Something bigger is happening that is so much bigger in the games industry than we are even well ready for. And I don't know when we're going to hear about it. Um, that's well said. Yeah, that's true. So like, the number is so astronomically huge comparatively to Bethesda that that's like the game industry has changed. It's changing. It's all about, it's all as, as scary as it sounds. It's all about the metaverse mm -hmm. and it, it's all changing. The moment Sony, Sony spent 3.6 billion and on a studio that is still going to commit it to multi-platform games is a massive warning sign to of mm -hmm. where it's going, an indicator of where the industry is heading. Console exclusivity, the game, the console wars, all that is changing. It's all going to be service-based. And PlayStation, yeah. right? They're going to go start putting their games on PC in mass. They're going to inch into this situation where they put their games on PlayStation day and date. They're going to announce yeah. Spartacus, which the PlayStation fanboys are going to say is the best thing since sliced <laughs> faces. <laughs> it's, Let that it, happen. <laughs> if the exclusivity argument will dissolve away in its own way, it will be so different. It'll be so changed. Gaz, this has been an amazing show. We've reached our time limit. Um, I would really like to uh, encourage you, if you have time, to check out Fonz's show, which goes live here in just a moment. Yes. But this has been the Ecstasy Podcast. Please hit the like button if you had a good time, if you learned some things. We have way more we want to talk about. I'll have to continue another time. Gaz, I'd love to have you on as much as possible. Now's your chance to brag about what you and Ace are doing in the space on your channel. Uh, Sell yourself. Sell uh, yourself. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for the opportunity. I love coming on XNC. It's like talking to my one of my best friends. So it's like elite work. So thank you again. I love it. Love you, chat. Delay Halo. Your lovely community. Everyone has. Let's just be civil <laughs> or not. It's up to you. Uh, I'm not going to control that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> GameOnDaily.com is a platform that we've invested quite a lot in. One day the mobile app will be ready and it will be. Mwah. But the app, we spent money just to build it there to show you. Look, this is it. The proof of concept. I mean, it works. There's a lot of intricate systems there. We've got a YouTube channel called Game On Daily. One word. We've got some of the best uh, cuts, like montages made by Kane. I do most of the editing on the channel, uh, the source videos, and we've got another non-source video on Xbox and its IPs coming. Then a PlayStation one. We're multi multi console. We're not Xbox exclusive, even though I love Xbox. So please check it out. Thank you so much. And I'm gonna paste Fonzarelli Fonzarelli's channel in the chat. Carry on the discussion there. Then I'm sure they're gonna have a great one. But please smash that like button aggressively, aggressively share it out. And, me, and Colt works hard. Colt works really hard on on YouTube. He cries on the phone daily, and but every detail, every edit. Have you seen I this was timeline? working on my it's video insane. for so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I hear. I'm so sick and tired of it. Shut the and just make the video. <laughs> um, My thank you fingers for hurt from that. all the keyboard clicking and whatnot. Uh, uh, yeah, thank, thank you so you much. For... I am building a big video. I don't know if anybody will care, but I'm really excited about it. I'm recording a lot of footage. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But you guys have been yeah. absolutely amazing. Well over 600 people who checked out XXC on a Sunday. Like, hey, why are you guys here? But Super Bowl starts in a couple hours, two or three hours. And tomorrow's Valentine's Day. If you celebrate that sort of thing, yeah, kisses and whatnot. But we've had a really good time. Guys, thank you so much. This is the XNC Podcast live on the Colt Eastwood channel. It'll also be up on demand. You can go back and listen to what we had said about Platinum Games. 
and some stuff that went on with Phil this week. It's amazing stuff. And it'll also be on Spotify, Google, and Pocket, and Apple Podcasts for the audio version for your the uh, ear candy. You guys have been absolutely yeah. great. Thank you so much, chat. We're going to get out of here and enjoy the rest of the day. Check out Fonz's show. And yep. uh, be nice. Be nice. I was going to say be nice, but sass. Sass. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, let me hit the...